2: Head down to Chemist Warehouse Newmarket this week and check out the Bay pop-up arcade. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepaid plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz.
1: This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ.
3: Good morning. Hello everyone. You know what it is, Izzy and Kempy, but Beavs here for breakfast on SCNZ, Tuesday, 29th of November. Morning Beaver! Morning, Izzy. How are we down there in Christchurch? Oh, beautiful mate. Paradise. I told you yesterday, you know, you every time you step off that plane, that air it's just so refreshing, revitalizing. <laughs> just Ah, puts goodness into your body, doesn't
4: it? Well, I wakes you up, that's for sure. Often uh, a little (laughs) bit fresher down there when I come down in the middle of rugby season. But, uh, no... (laughs) Another gorgeous day up here I wouldn't be able to tell you actually, to be fair, it's dark uh, And it's still dark inside the office block As we worked out yesterday uh, You lose track of time once you're in here It could well be daylight But uh, no, hey, you'll be happy to know is I'm already pretty much full-time um, breakfast show host Because I didn't even need the alarm this morning At about 14, yeah. I had a feeling I needed to look at my watch And I was like, oh, okay Fourteen. Ah oh, twenty minutes. So just
3: natural body clock? Yeah, just natural body clock. You already got clock. the body clock set? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's that's that that, one that makes sleep. that makes
2: one of us. Could you could you just teach Joe the rat how to do that? Eva?
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Young kids. Well just
4: i was just, I was just saying, I was saying I was saying I was saying as he to Louis here. I was like Joe's been doing this a while, you'd think he wouldn't actually need an alarm. Um I'm actually a bit worried about mate. Mate.
0: <laughs> it, First
3: about this him. is first time, yeah. yeah like it's pretty um, It's old. Todd, Todd for Joe, and his phone's off. And uh, wow, yeah, I'm a bit worried about him too. Hopefully, he's all right, and uh, we'll just keep trying to track him down. But Neeps in the back room will just keep things flying, and we'll keep you up to date with uh, with with Joe, boy. <laughs> but um, Beef, yes, Beef, uh, uh, just quickly, like I know you're a big fan of the cafe outside that door.
4: Yeah, well, I or, kept them running during our uh, COVID. Uh.
3: Yeah, well, morning time. <laughs> yes morning time, what's, what, um, you know, the new guys that come on the show, what they usually do is they, they go out there and they they get a black, a BLT or, yes. or a little wrap for the team and uh, just just that's your koha for the morning. So uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, uh, if you would like to, <laughs> yeah. um, a, someone could head out and maybe order a BLT and a wee coffee, the team would absolutely love it, mate.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, Absolutely it, love it. As, the captain, as the captain of the breakfast show, <laughs> I would have thought the koha would have only been coming one way, um, but uh, no, you're welcome, and uh, we actually talked about weight issues yesterday, Is it's my oh, okay. my way of dealing with weight issues is, is I try and skip brekkie, I know it's not what you should be teaching your children, um, fasting. but it's, it's essentially it's fasting, but it's um, good for you, and now you're trying to tell me, but I've got to walk around with a couple of BLTs and uh, not have one myself. Well you
3: need a you need a bulk. <laughs> you need a bulk for, for do mate. me. You're gonna get snapped in half and I can't wait to see it.
4: <laughs> I don't know if I need a bulk. <laughs> <laughs> I need a few things, but I don't need to bulk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, mate. Just, just just see how you feel. Head okay. out there and no, do good milkshakes. Good smoothies oh, you know. I do know. I do know. You know that.
4: love it. I know that. I actually, you love it. I actually on the back of my request, he actually got in chocolate milkshakes. So you can actually just say, look, oh, mate, Beaver's whoa. told me chocolate milkshake's an option. So was, Is
0: the
2: oil. Yeah,
4: he's obviously got his beautiful berry ones and that there, but uh, I started pestering a little ah, bit. Oh, banana. Yeah. Oh, banana, yeah, banana's there too. I started pestering about his chocolate milkshake options, and uh, sure enough, the next day, there's chocolate ice cream in the, in the freezer, and away you go.
2: Oh, a little bit of beef. chunky ice cream. Yeah, I, I like the uh, banana and cinnamon. Izzy, they uh That's always good when you're. It's always a good day when Izzy's up here. It's like you know. It's like the big. Great, See, I big, shout. Big, the big, the big puppies in town. He, he gonna roll. Well, yeah. he, he, he brings it. What do you want, boys? He
4: comes. He comes <laughs> up once. He, he comes up once a year, and he's on a truckload of cash. He should shout. I
2: <laughs> oh, suppose when, when you when you run the economics on it. <laughs> Beaver, no,
3: that's just all part and parcel of being a team. There's no I in team beef. Get your wallet out of your tight pockets and get out of there and shout the lads... A nice little bricky, will
2: you? And and actually, look, this might not be an issue you blokes have to uh, deal with because you obviously, uh, I mean, the country's indebted to you, but even you don't let us forget about it. And Izzy, obviously, on your massive salary. But I was just saying before the show, you know, it's not a good climate to spend multiple hours at a pub at the moment. It is expensive to try and have a good time. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's only going to
3: get tough. That's I'm why pre-load, year, pre-
4: you, pre- you preload on RTDs uh, before you go. Yeah. <laughs> there
3: you go. Now, that's smart marketing there from the beef. But, uh, honestly, I had to catch up with... Um, I went and seen the old count and, and just to rein it in yesterday, and he just, mate, honestly, it is going to get tough next year. And he was like, "Now Israel. I'm like, yes. He's like... "You." You just gotta rain in the punting, mate. Oh, I, was say, it, mate. I was gonna say. You just gonna say. The TAB just... TA does not want to hear this. <laughs> 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 Look, and I, I had I, I thought about it for ages. I was like, yeah, you did right. Because next year, boys, it's gonna get tough. eh? it's gonna get tough. You got inflation. You got cost of living. Like everything's gone up um, because old. Andrew Orr is trying to rein in the spending and, and get the economy. Andrew Orr. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: wow. it's trying to rein it in it. Oh,
3: <laughs> But um, look, the uh, more serious to say, hey, Louis and B. it is going to get tough. But like, don't get scared. And and I think one lesson I got out of um, having a catcher is when you when it gets tough and things get tight, you're a bit like, oh, I just need to hunker down and and not do anything and not spend. But then he was like, mate just work harder just go out there and earn more like you know like it's it's a different mindset that you probably have to approach you can look at it as in doom and gloom you're like oh no I'm not going to do anything but it's actually a genuine opportunity to go out there and, and just try and push yourself to the limits and delve into other things and push yourself harder make some more money try anyway so yeah it's, it's interesting times lads.
4: did you turn around to your account and say look great advice but there's only 24 hours in a day mate I'm already absolutely <laughs> to the bone
3: Oh, mate. And he goes, don't you work three? And I was like, hey, um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So like, there's 21 hours left. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Nah, look, it's, um, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's hard to get excited about it, but am just going to ride this wave and, <laughs> and see how it goes. Anyway, you know, that's enough about economy and all yeah, that. Rep- We've got a good show today, lads. Got a, got a couple, couple of guests coming on. We've got Steve Devine after 7 o'clock. Because yesterday, B, we were having a good chat about the rugby at the end of the week. Will Greenwood on and, and had a good chat to him about the situation up there in the UK. You've got Wayne Pivac; He's under so much pressure with Wales. You've got um, Eddie Jones at England. What's going to happen there? You look at the English cricket side when they get someone that can unlock the shackles, take the shackles off them. They can perform. So is there someone that has been touted for that? I know, Louie, you, you spoke to me earlier about a couple of names that you wrangled off, and I'd hate to see it, but not a fair... Mm. It's an interesting one. I'd love to talk about that situation that you you'd spoke to me before about um, with England and, and a potential candidate, and seeing if they can get that done. So Steve Devine will talk about that, and obviously Movember. Movember's coming to an end, and uh, we'll get a wee update from him about that. And catch up. And at 7.40, we're going to catch up with New Zealand Christian high-performance manager and former Olympian, Jock Pageant, about the success of our Christian team, including the partnership of Team Price 1 and 2 in the world, respectively. So New Zealand Sport, North assets is flying at the moment. So looking forward to talking some horse racing. And then after 8, we've got a big hour ahead, and we'll chat all things sport. Double eight, double three, 8, uh, on the temper bedpost text machine. 800 150 on the Kennard's Hire phone line. There's a couple of messages that we didn't get to yesterday, and I'm going to post you, Beaver, quickly. Morning, boys. Hey, Beaver, how was meeting your hero last week? Obviously, you had a fanboy moment, Beaver. <laughs> how was that? Oh, it was, it was brilliant. Two the... fanboy moments. Yes, yeah,
4: so well, I've been a Pen of Panther fan since I was a child, and... Uh... I mean, I do remember the, night, the night, yeah, unfortunately I'm not, uh, <laughs> as, I went through absolute hell as a Penrith supporter for about 25 years. Um, but uh, <laughs> last year, oh sorry, last week, the 91 hero, Greg Alexander comes in and, uh, you know, I had an old retro jersey that I got signed by him. And to then go on top of that, the 2003 grand final hero, Scotty Settler, just happens to stroll in about 20 later. And uh, magnificent. Oh. Uh, brandy, all polished like he was, as the seven. And Sats, he's the sort of guy I reckon, as he? Uh, wow. Well, as the night flowed on, I thought that me and him might have ended up at Danny Doolin's the way we were going. <laughs> wow.
3: It's that's, funny you say that. He's that sort of guy. Yeah. 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 Only special people go to Danny Doolin's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh,
2: he's a sets, he's Hey, Louie. Yeah, he's Yeah, Sats has got a bit of something to him. I completely agree. He is the sort of bloke you come across. It is funny who you see in Danny Doolin's on a Sunday
4: night. <laughs> oh, You've been there before, have you?
2: <laughs> it is funny who washes up on a Sunday night. It's funny who you look eyes with at the urinal on a Sunday night at Danny Doolin's. And you kind of look at each other and you go, yeah, why would you be here <laughs> on a Sunday night? Um, oh. Izzy. You are a special human. We had a we had a good not beef not to make the story about me but we we had a good win at footy on Sunday so that's why I was at Denny Doolins um, yeah and I just want to thank you for your service that you've provided we've got our little chocolate fish yeah award. so how'd that go uh, that's this weekend so we have our end of year kind of ah. cordy or whatever your yes. chalky chock, fish or whatever it is um, and a few of the boys in the team look the award which Israel Dag has kindly sponsored Oof. is called the uh, There's Still Hope Lads award because they're just starting to probably get to that time where you've got to really do something about that heel on, and it's go- it's, 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 it's going it's, go- it's, go- it's going it's going fast it's going hard it's relentless so um, there are a few lads that are going to be nominated to find this so, the only the only oh. winner is a video that pops up of Izzy saying there's still hope here lads is there a sponsored is there a sponsored treatment on the, on the table. Uh, what, I, oh, I didn't, I'm not I didn't offering did. sponsor treatment.
3: <laughs> but it, uh, have <laughs> I
2: got a deal for you, sir? <laughs> so there's the discount code. D- daggy 10. The, the Daggy 10 <laughs> discount code, maybe. But, um, yeah, so thank you for that. Oh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that will go down. Um, probably a couple of the lads listening now. But I've
3: just inspired them. I, I was wearing a hat at the start, babe, and I said, look, lads, I feel you, and I understand what you have gone through. But, hey, look at me now. Bang, take off the lid and just get the
2: locks flying in the wind. It was good. <laughs> the locks flying in the wind. Yeah, no, it was good. Oh. So thank you, Izzy. So um, no, we're, we're, nah, we're sweeties, marching on to the granny this week. And, um, yeah, mm. very exciting times. I, I did just have I one theory, though, on Joe. And I hope yeah. he is okay. But Brazil is playing Switzerland right now. And remember he has made a big song and a dance about Brazil being his sweepstake team and he's really really held it over everybody else on the show. So if I find out he's either flown to Rio or he's at a pub somewhere dancing and carrying on, that'll be disappointing. Who do you have, Steve? Oh, this is is awkward, isn't it, (laughs) Um... Controversially Answer emails. Yeah,
4: controversial. I walked into here a few weeks ago and worked out that there's about fifteen people's name out there that don't actually even work here or have never stepped foot in the building, but they've got a sweepstake <laughs> team and there's one run home host, uh Are not Curse. Uh yeah, yes. Beaver or Stephen, whichever way you want to call him, his name's not up there. Yeah. And so I don't yeah, when you guys talk sweepstake banter, I sort of just start to drift off. Um, because wasn't included. Um Wow. But then I found out even if I had to win it, I had to then turn into a debt collector. So you you get your prize money off everyone else once you won it. So Oh whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm Hold not, on. I'm not keen true? for that. That can't
2: be
3: true. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all run Apparently.
3: by old Sammy Hewitt out in the office and he, after the conclusion of the ceremony of awarding all the teams, he said, I'm not the debt collector. You've got to
2: go and collect all your <laughs> own money at the
3: conclusion <laughs> of the tournament. <laughs> whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Who, who did I pay
1: That's
2: my $10 to then? <laughs> the winner. My entry fee? Yeah, the winner. I've already paid it. I've, I've been given Have a you? nondescript bank account. Someone's running a Ponzi scheme around these years. Have you actually paid it? <laughs> no. But I, d- I, was, I was wondering... When am I going to have to pay some money? Mate, why would you even want to win it? i going to create tell you
3: what. Too much admin.
2: Yeah, Izzy's oh, accountant,
3: i tell I'm not you that. going on. I'm not going on log on intent banking to pay some 10 bucks. So I'm just going to have to give them 10 or whoever wins it. When I see them, buy them a BLT and they can, that'll be enough.
4: Bucks, <laughs> well, but. I guess that again highlights how often you were in the office yourself. I was actually <laughs> staggered that there was some guy called Izzy up there. He got a team. And I was thinking, uh,
2: who's he? Answer your email. (laughs) That is um, that is brutal. But I kind of you know hoping Joe is is all good wherever he is. I kind of now hope that Brazil does win it and then nobody pays him. Mm. Is that is that bad spirit? Is that is that mean spirited? Because he's really held it over top of us. So I just and it's been grating me all weekend long. Anyway boys. 18 minutes past 6 o'clock. Can't Can't wait wait question of the the day. (sighs) Let's kick into it. And it was actually, um, there's a couple of really, for December, what are we, two days away, there's a couple of lovely rugby topics today to get into here. Um, One in particular, boys... (gasps) Yeah, you were still in there, babe. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, thought, I thought that was Louis. Rotate. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Oh, wow, Jeepers, you did that nice little rap, and I thought, well, oh, that's big time. No, that's our st-
0: sting.
3: Lucky I did st- st- If you're in the, the, the seat <laughs> enough, you know that's oh,
2: a sting. Good, good to know you've been listening to the show, <laughs> man. Well,
4: lucky I didn't say anything controversial
2: when I took the headphones off. Well, I oh. kind of thought you might have just been having like, a breather. Having a,
0: <laughs> taking, <laughs> I didn't know what
2: you were doing, to be honest. Um, Yeah,
4: I was just just going to start talking to you about the soccer still in the law here. And and then you started talking as if there's some topics you want to get into. Well, there's just one. Okay.
2: Just the can't wait question of the day. Premise is, I can't wait to ask it to you. It's the can't wait question of the day. How did I miss
4: it? I've taken all the sting out of it. Do we need to play the Sting again? Excuse the pun. I don't know. Can't
3: wait question of the day. (laughs)
2: Oh, it's too good. It's too good. It's going to be one of the great mornings. I can feel it. We're going to get loose. Right. Across both the All Blacks and the Black Ferns, they've been nominated for the player respective side. You get the All Blacks, you get the Black Ferns, and you got the Caltramain, right, for the Rugby Awards, the NZR Rugby Awards. Across both of the pools, though, the Black Ferns and the All Blacks, we're going to commingle them. Who is your New Zealand Rugby Player of the Year? Ruahe Demant. Teresa Fitzpatrick, Stacey Flula, Sarah, Sarah Hiddeney, Geordie Barrett, Adi Saabir, Sam Masoni Takiaho, Sam Whitelock. That is your pool of eight players. They have all had ginormous seasons in their own right, naturally, because they've been nominated for the award. Who is your New Zealand Rugby Player of the Year from that pool? Co-mingling, they have both... I mean, well, obviously the Black Ferns had ten times more success than the All Blacks did, but... There is, each of those men there have had ginormous seasons in their own right. So who would it be? I've got an answer, and I'm curious to see where you guys land on this. 21 minutes past 6 o'clock. Now, Beaver, you can rip your headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back. Have a good think on that one. You too, on 0800 150 the Ken Tire phone line, or double eight double three. I want you to come through on this. Who is your New Zealand rugby player of the year, men's or women's? Back after this here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 26 and a bit past 6am this morning. Hope your Tuesday morning's going nicely. Hey, uh, the New Zealand Rugby Awards are coming up start of December each and every year and we've got the nominees for Black Ferns and All Blacks Players of the Year. We've put a co-mingled pool together and I'm asking you who your player would be out of both of them because... These players, Rohe Demant, uh, Teresa Fitzpatrick, Stacey Flula, Sierra Hidani, Geordie Barrett, Adi Savia, Samasoni, Takayaho, and Sam Wilok have all had massive years. There's a text that says Jimmy Cow, and I'm assuming that is not a suggested. (laughs) No.
3: What happened to (laughs) to Jim Boy, Beef?
0: What
4: happened? Is he oystering? No, he'd be paradigm. He didn't answer me, too. He'd be power diving, I'd have thought. Um, But, yes, no, we haven't been able to get him. This morning, uh, haven't given up the dream, but uh, at the moment he is still a bridge too far, even for the breakfast show.
2: Elusive. Probably better like getting Elusive Jim. Jimmy Gopeth, who he absolutely destroyed in the uh, Eden Park in goal one year in Super Rugby. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? After, yes. after he kicked it?
4: Actually, I think we would be able to get Jimmy Gopeth, actually. yeah, no
2: problem. yeah. Uh, he's, he's trying to sell kicking tees, actually.
4: Yes, uh, No, that's what I he, last heard from him, actually.
2: The old yeah. Simkin kicking D There you go. Uh is
3: he player of the year? Who would yes. it be? um, oh, it's, it's an it's an interesting one. You can go two ways. He, you go with the, with the lads and and what they've been able to do and what they been able to, look. I just can't go past the the first name you've read off on that list. the Dharmant. Um, just what they've been able to achieve. She'll she'll become the second uh, lady ever to win the I'm predicting after Kendra Cox's edge so Ruahe Demant with what they've been through where they've come from the story just doesn't get any bigger than that and to, to be able to win it and like, her messaging was so real you know, every time she spoke on the media and, and spoke after the match I just love it it was so refreshing all of them were very refreshing so I think Ruahe Demant will take out um, the Cal remain and she's probably my pick she is my pick for out of that list
4: on a side issue, Louis, do you know the answer to this? Did Sarah Hurney win the coachman a couple of years ago? I no. thought it was only Kendra as well, but I thought I'd read something recently that she might have won it as well. Oh.
3: She might have won the um Tom Blake, Māori player of the year. Ah.
2: Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's still Kendra. It's, Just Kendra. It's
4: the only... Um complete side issue, sorry, guys. Um no for me, I hear what uh I hear what as uh, Izzy's saying. I think she will win it, uh Ruhe. But uh, I'm a big fan of Artie's year. I think it's been absolutely monstrous uh, from the, from way to go. Uh, single-handedly yeah. keeps Hurricanes competitive. and <laughs> um, Literally. Yes. And at times, I don't think their squad stacks up to the big boys in this conference over here, but he he makes sure it does. And then All Black-wise, just, just a, an immense force who – I don't think we're anywhere near the team we are when he is not there.
2: Well, what happened in Dunedin? Against Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) Against Ireland when he was was that? I mean, there was, you know, in any other year, that might be one of those ones where you look back and you go, what, how cooked was that? But that just shows how much weird stuff's happened this year that that's kind of a footnote. Yes, Um, exactly. Yeah. I know you're a huge fan of Artie's body of work, is he? In isolation. Oh, shoot. He's like, yeah, like I uh, definitely—he's by
3: far uh, the best um, male player in the, in the country, and he'll go close to pushing it. I just know the thought process of NZR and the year that the Black Ferns will win. I reckon they'll win. Um, yeah, they'll win everything. It'll be the Black Ferns year and at it, the awards.
2: And you know what? So it should be. Absolutely. So, so it should be. Ah, uh, Sierra Hidany yep. for Tim is she won a medal at the Com Games? Yep, Stacey Flula as well. Those, for even Stacey and Sarah to be, just what they could do transitioning into 15s, that was um, oh, that that is the biggest. I don't know we gonna shoot
3: up. That is the the best thing out of this. Like I had, I had so much like doubt that these girls can go from sevens playing on the circuit and transition to 15s in such a short period of time. There was a little bit of like apprehension there because I was like, oh, that's a tough, that's a tough change. Totally two different games physically um tactically technically like they're just took complete different and then they go and do that and transition with such ease and and it just shows you know what, what phenomenal athletes these
2: these girls are and how the easy they were able to transition so good i yep. love that yeah nice point izzy uh 29 away from seven we're we'll still at quizzy Dad coming up this hour i'll give you some sports highlights and headlines just after this but here is the news with aroha for Kubota. together we uh, shaping and building New Zealand, double eight, double three. Who would your player <laughs> of the year be? We'll get back to your text messages shortly.
0: With every FIFA World Cup match, get the SENZ app from the App Store or download it from Google Play today. <laughs>
2: SENZ, 26 away from 7 this morning, Uh, what are we, 29 of November, gee whiz, it is Christmas season coming thick and fast, at Bunnings Trade, helping business is our trade, we here to make your job easier because helping business is our trade, and right now, Brazil, well they had a goal overturned, actually, by VAR, That beautiful thing. And uh, Switzerland, it's keeping them alive at the moment. Nil all. Right now, that live commentary is in the SENZ app. If you want all and every game of the Football World Cup 2022 edition, you can head there. Later on this morning, we'll keep you updated with the games that we've got coming up because it's that stage in the World Cup where people need to start getting busy and Portugal play Uruguay at 8am. That will be an absolute rip ripsnorter. We'll get you there. Uh, just some other bits and bobs. Alarm Itamir. He's been replaced by Craig McGrath as the Auckland head coach in NPC. Uh, so much head coach movement or speculation around world rugby at the moment. Stuart Barnes wants Wayne Smith to coach England. Warren Gatlin, the drums are beating for him to return and take over from Wayne Pivak in Wales. And... In the Softball World Cup, we spoke about it last week, Izzy. Well, how's this? Argentina, who I think are uh, pretty sure are the defending world champions, have plastered six runs in the bottom of the ninth to end up pumping the Black Sox. If you look at the score, 11-5. But all the runs came in the bottom of the ninth, which is a hell of an innings to close it out. So the Black Sox are also on the back foot a little bit to start their tournament, which isn't good
3: is not ideal at all and uh, Argentina out of nowhere obviously reigning world champs putting so much pressure on the Black Sox but that's not ideal but they'll they'll rally around and hopefully their COVID situation hasn't escalated too much in the camp and everyone's fit and fighting ready to go for. but just on that Wayne Smith situation there mm. um, Louis it's an interesting one beef it's, an, it's, an, it's like for you when you first think about it when you think you know does that shoe fit that foot i don't i don't know if beaver uh, if Wayne Smith in England would fit i don't think that's the the because, you know Smith is really good technically technically, and he can you know evolve the game and get you thinking about the game, but for me, I think it's more about just unshackling the shackles yes. for England and having a coach that that can do that. So, I don't know. The Wayne Smith fit, everyone will be jumping at that. And I can understand he nearly went there a while back, but he's own rugby him. So, yeah, I don't know.
4: Your first initial thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I mean, I actually hadn't thought what you, the point that you were just making there, but I guess on the back of Eddie and then mm. Smithy, you're probably, you're probably right. It's obviously Smithy's regarded as the genius of rugby tactically yeah. and technically, and, and that. You know, is fair and, and unparalleled. But you're right as far as environment goes. Um, on the back of an any intense environment, maybe Smivy, yeah. <laughs> they might, they might. That's not, what I mean, like yeah. too
3: intense um, coaching.
4: And yet, yeah, yeah, that maybe it is a case of maybe they need a, a razor, someone like that, as, a, as opposed to that. So it'd be very interesting. I, I mean, Smitty, for the same reasons that Smivy turned it down last time. You think they still stand? Like he just, mm. I mean, in the
2: Indies, just couldn't see himself coaching against the All Blacks. Here's a question for you, lads, because intensity you hear it use the word more in rugby coaching than I reckon in other coaching circles to be honest it's almost like a bit of a buzz phrase at the moment because a bit of the bully was around Joe Schmidt that maybe the Irish players kind of just his intensity wore on him wore on them at the end of it and Andy Farrell has been able to come in with a different dynamic and lift them what does intensity look like and feel like from a, in a player coach relationship? You've got, the, you've got the training field aspect and that's, yeah. that's fair
4: but then there's Sometimes you can be in an, the environment as well, and that—that's that, not always on the coaches' coaches' hands. That's of the pressure on the team and the environment at the time. But there, there are some there are some coaches who can create an intense environment for a split second, or not a split second, but like a training session or leading into kickoff. But then there's like Dave Rennie, for example, perfect example, um, very intense man when it comes to. The work time, but you first to, first person who's you know got the guitar around the team room, beers are here, relaxed, jovial, normal normal man like you'd meet on the street. But then, as soon as we get onto field <laughs> or team meetings, if you're not across your staff, then you're going to know all about it. Is he? Is that how,
3: how you describe? Yeah, and that's and that's the key there. Like the balance of when you're being intense, like you can't be intense the whole time. Like when you're off the field and you're in the team hotel, you want to be able to walk past your coach and go <laughs> have a laugh and have a giggle and and just have a little, you know, have a little something and not feel like you're you're walking on on thin ice. You know, you want to be able to relax. And that's I think I get with um, Eddie Jones and and your Joe Smiths or, or whoever that they don't have that balance. They are intense every single time of the day and that is just draining as, an, as a player. So I think the balance is, is really key. You want to demand the best from your players and you're going to get it out them. You want expectations, you want boundaries that are going to be set on the field, but then you need to be able to relax and take, take the piss because if you don't, you will burn out and that's what we're seeing with England. And England are burned out and they are all had enough and look at them, they're just playing within themselves and... They're probably just boycotting it because that is not England rugby. That is not what they are and who they are. And you heard Will Greenwood yesterday um, talking about it, Beave. Yes. People are stopping buying tickets now. They've they've had enough of yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. And that's, that's not empathy. good. No, it's mm-hmm. not
4: good at all. <laughs> when is he talking about the uh, hotel... As you know, the hotel I'm talking about in Auckland here, um, I can't stay there uh, now as a normal civilian because I um, can't relax because I'm always walking around those hallways at the Heritage there in the centre of Auckland <laughs> thinking, shit, am I supposed to be somewhere in a meeting or where should I be right now, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm freaking it's weird, out. Isn't it? I'm freaking out. My skin's starting to crawl. <laughs> yeah. is, is, Ted, oh. is Ted going to appear from around the corner somewhere? I don't know. Oh
3: get in get in your room and lock that door and just get to your sa- you know if you've got safe zone your safe spot my, my one's my house I love being at home because I can do what I want and be who I want but that your room in your hotel that's your safe zone As soon as you're in the room you can just go <gasps> <sighs> <sighs> Thank goodness. But while
4: I'm here, I'll just that check that I'm not same. supposed to have another meeting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jeez,
2: tough work. Tough work, boys. It sounds like it was a rigorous schedule uh, back in the day. And it'll only get worse the more professional. Uh, oh, wow. There we go. There's a goal. Brazil. I've absolutely laced one. Have a look at this, beef. That is. Oh, and he's hit his arm as well. Oh, it's, nice. a, it's a goal, but it's actually glanced off the... Switzerland players arm so there you go they go one up with uh oh just in the nick of time eight minutes to go in that game we are 19 minutes away from seven uh it's interesting chat there around the coaches lads and Steve Devine's up after seven we might pick his brain just on how he, he put a bow on the end of the international season and I mean it could be a bit musical cheersy coming up to start next year and definitely post the rugby world cup as well so I wouldn't be surprised to see the trigger pulled by a couple of rugby unions around the world, and we'll talk to Steve about who they might be. Uh, after this, it's Quizzy Dag. 0800-150-811. How, how were Beeves clues yesterday?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, very, very Sawalo <laughs> like
0: <laughs> right. oh, What
3: number is it? I fought, uh Roddy Solialo On yes. well, number 8 Okay 8
0: <laughs> Yeah It's not nah, 4 it was good. it was good Okay, It was good well, Stop 4 3
2: <laughs> you, Okay <laughs> Yeah Unless you just start rhyming the word identically You're doing better than Baz um, 18 <laughs> <laughs> away from 7 Quizzy Dags after this Give us a call 0800 150 811 This
0: is how you do it Quizzy Dags Come play it This is how we do it Quizzy Dead, come play
3: it is on the line Just one at a time Don't Google a lie Phone a friend, you'll be fine Just listen for the signs T.I.B. with the prize 50 bucks if you
0: wise If you're wrong and then we'll say goodbye This is how we do it This is how we do it Quizzy Dead, come play it that can
3: play it. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Now give us a call. That's right. The callers have called. They're lined up, ready to rip in. Let's go, Timmy from Christchurch. Morning, Timmy. Yeah, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. Hey. How you doing, hey. Bob? Yeah, got you, mate. You got you there. Yeah. yeah, got you, brother. Here we go. Question number one. Wales are calling for Warren Gatlin to return after a comeback victory from the Wallabies in the weekend. How many games for Wales has he coached? Ooh, toughy. Oh, um, can I get a
4: clue? You do get a clue, and I've actually been thinking about this, Tim. Um, it's, it's exactly the halfway point. Between raising your bet for the third time,
5: seventy-five.
4: There you go.
3: That's a clue for you. No, it's not. It's not seventy-five. It is not. Ah, uh,
4: yeah, I've doubled. I've double guessed.
0: Uh, I'm just trying to work that one out. The,
4: uh, <laughs> it's halfway between the second and third raising of the bat. Sorry, Tim.
3: Okay, <laughs> okay. So worded wrong. Sorry, Tim. John from Christchurch. Morning, John. <laughs> it's John. a cryptic clue for you. <laughs>
0: Have
2: you got it? Uh well we'll go uh say sixty five. Wait, so, so John, John 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 So
3: halfway Sorry. between raising your bet between the second and third time. Between the second and the third time. Mm. mm. Yeah. The second time's
1: hundred, the third one's
3: fifty. Mm. So halfway? Hmm. Halfway oh, between God. the second and the, oh, can I can only do, do too much here, guys. <laughs> Gonna have to move you on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> tough, cl- tough clue. Oh, tough really? cryptic clue. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> Simon from Auckland. Morning, Simon. How you going? How you go, Simon? Good, mate.
0: Yourself?
3: Good thing. Come on, Simon. Put us out of the misery,
2: please. Is it one
0: two five? Of course it is,
2: Simon. One twenty five. There you
3: go. Halfway between the second and third. 125. Well done. Well done, Beef. Great clue. Loved it. Had to get the mind thinking. Question number two. The Black Sox went down to defending champions Argentina at the Softball World Cup yesterday. What was the score? Uh, Might have a
0: clue.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's as close to multiples of six for both teams as humanly possible.
1: (laughs) That's a great clue. Um,
4: Multiples of six. As close as both teams. Um. <laughs> okay. Is it
0: three? Seven. Uh, seven. Two. Five? Oh,
3: yeah, eleven five is correct. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I,
0: think
4: he's I think he. I think he, I think he. I think he said seven. Is he? Seven.
3: <laughs> hey, you've <played> it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well done, Simon. I've given it to you. Alright move on. The record for most sixes ever hit in a single over a limited over cricket match has just been broken in India during a VJ Hazare Trophy quarter final. How many is it? Most
4: sixes
3: in an over. Oh. Yep. Um. Seven. Oh, well done. <sighs> Seven is correct. Question number four. David Beckham's MLS team has big interest in Messi following the end of the Qatar World Cup. Which MLS team does Bex co own?
1: Into, into Miami?
3: Into Miami is correct. Question number five. What year does Stephen Adams debut in the NBA and which for which team? Five. Four. Um,
2: three.
5: It was uh,
0: OKC,
3: 2013. Yep. Well done, Si. You're our winner, mate. $50 TIB bonus bet coming your way. Cheers, boys.
0: Bet
2: wisely. Um, R18 yeah. game responsibly, obviously. But, uh, geez, Simon's... There's been some good luck there. There's been some great quizzing and then he's used every inch that last five second timer and he's nailed it. And Stephen Adams is having a really good season this year as well. He's playing some good basketball again for Memphis. So he's going well. Well done, Simon. We'll play Quizzaday again same time tomorrow. And Brazil, well, they are 30 seconds away from staying undefeated at the FIFA World Cup 2022. 1-0 against Switzerland. We'll get... Back to you after this and uh, wrap up the hour with some of your text messages. Well, nearly 7am and then we'll talk some rugby with Steve Devine after that. Uh, Kevin's come through here. He's saying that Craig Zaki, and you might have seen him as if you watched any racing or Bevo over the weekend the last couple of weeks, the younger of the South Africans that are out here, rides like a Glenn Boss carbon copy in the finish. He is going to make us lots of money along with Warren Kennedy this summer Kevin I don't mind that comment these South African lads can ride are uh, picking up obviously group racing Joe Doyle the Irishman had the group race on Thursday and then in the weekend pre-defer yeah Craig Zaki he can ride so it's good because I feel like we've probably not had enough jockeys that you can confidently back in big races over the last six months or so but that's changed is he?
3: Yeah, mate, they've been flying since they've come over. I had a look at the Rotorua race meeting. I've got a couple of goodies tomorrow, so have we looked? look. Ah, oh, Wednesday, you know, oh, trying to stay off, but Cam's come through. <laughs> yeah, I've had a look at Kai. I've back Kai, I've back Kai, and it's got me a little payday, but it hasn't paid me lately, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Coming up, Steve Devine. We're going to talk some rugby, Movember, plenty to debate, so looking forward to ripping into it. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota, together shaping and building New Zealand.
2: Flock reflux fast with the Gaviscon Dual Action Range from Chemist Warehouse, now starting from 5 And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz.
1: This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ.
3: Yes, good morning. Izzy Kempy B for SCNZ. Bricky Show bringing you today's sport. We're talking a bit of everything, really. A bit of racing coming through from our good friend Cam. He's always on the money with his little tips. Kai, yep. Ah, I like Kai. I like Kai. He hasn't gone too well late. But if Cam is uh, leaning towards it, well, he knows a fair bit about racing. So he's never quite far off the. Off the money too, so cheers for that little update there, Cam. And one from Chris. Talking about the softball, yeah. Just hearing Mark Sorensen there, the coach, talking about it. Just letting it go in the last innings. What happened to New Zealand's dominance of men's softball? Grew up with the likes of Chubb, Tangaroa, Māori Grant and Mark Sorensen being invincible. If memory serves me correct, that is from Chris. Yep, gone are the days where we used to dominate um, teams. You know, it's a bit like rugby at the moment. Other teams are evolving and and putting some genuine resources. And now you're seeing Argentina Argentina competing on the softball world stage and being reigning champions. So it'll be interesting to see how this tournament unfolds. We'll keep you updated with the Black Sox and hopefully they can find their way and and start getting back into winning ways. But now we're going to talk some rugby beef. And I know this is something that we wanted to talk about yesterday because you were pretty impressed with that... um, South African performance. So we'll pose a few questions to our next guest. He's been a champion for us for a long time with excellent rugby analysis on ECNZ. but this month, Steve Devine has been a champion for many great men around Old Aotearoa, growing a flavour saver on the top lip to raise, (laughs) raise money for Movember as well as Fire and Emergency Services in New Zealand. They called it the First Responders Challenge with nearly 50 people getting behind this cause. And there's a pretty cool-looking shield that goes with uh, with it as a prize. To wrap up Movember here for us and talk plenty of code too, we've got him on the line. Steve Devine. Morning, brother. Hey, boys. How are you? Morning, mate. Good. Good mate, just uh, just quickly ha- tell us about your first responder challenge. How's it gone?
5: Uh, we're going not too bad. Um, for us, uh, I just checked this morning you're out in front by uh, by a few thousand dollars. So um, yeah, it's looking good. We uh, we won it last year. We won the challenge last year. So hopefully, hopefully, we can uh, get it done again this year.
4: And Stevie, obviously, you're an impeccable-looking man. Most times, um, <laughs> how's that? Uh, how's that slug looking for you at the moment?
5: Mate, it is horrendous. Uh, It's everyone's worst nightmare. It's gone a little bit red, and a little bit bit red on one end, and a little bit grey on the other. So, um, time has come. We've got two days left, and uh, it can disappear for a year. Oh.
3: But like beavers, eh? <laughs> like, beaver. you want beaver? What have you got on that top lip? Is that even anything?
4: Well, mate, I could start now and still beat you, boy. So don't worry about that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Hey, yeah, uh, Steve, what what does first responder service here in New Zealand mean to you? I know it's been a a tough time for our fire service um, servicemen around the country. It's it's been horrible, but I know it really means a lot to you all and getting out there and protecting New Zealand, mate. So, what does it mean for you?
5: yeah I mean it's well you know it's just it's just exactly that where're you know we're an organization that um first and foremost um protects yeah. the community and uh we've come a long way over the last uh few years in terms of what we respond to so um you know back in the day it just used to be fires but but now it's uh it's sort of any emergency whatever it is um, Everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get, we get tipped out and um we do a lot of uh, medical response to to do c p r um uh we, we took that on a few years ago, so yeah, the job's changing. Um but uh, any any emergency, whatever it is, um we yeah, we get tipped out to hopefully get there and try and make things uh, a little bit better.
4: Now mate, I guess uh, another another thing very close to your heart, the rugby season's come to an end. Um well mm. in, in a lot of ways it's come to an end. Uh the news isn't dying down. Head coaches, uh, if you believe things you're reading at the moment, she could be a musical chairs all over shop at the moment and, and some might happen <laughs> some might happen straight away. Can you see anyone actually acting upon all this hype and hoopla that's in the media at the moment, your Wales or your or your England's this far out from a from a World Cup?
5: No, I, I, I can't see it happening. There's I, I guess it's just a little bit of frustration from from people that results haven't gone their way so close to World Cup, but uh, you'd be a, um, you'd probably be a, a silly man to change things up too much. Um, just been, you know, uh, a few months out. There's only probably, there's only probably five games most teams will play mm-hmm. now before the World Cup. Your best just to, um, just to finish it out. I, I mean, the cost of, the cost <laughs> of, uh, of getting rid of people, and also um, having. You know, just five games for for someone else to make a change is, is probably unreasonable at this stage. You're probably better off just ride it out and and um, seeing, seeing how it rolls. Um, you know, we were in this situation earlier this year in terms of all black coaches, and yep. you know, a few changes has has, has made a, an awful lot of difference, I believe. So, um, you know, I, I don't think teams around the board are going to make too much changes sort of, you know, this this close.
3: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go. A uh, lot of talk out of uh, the England, a lot of discomfort and, and, you know, just people putting their putting their back up against what Eddie Jones is about. And, and he's lost the, the, the crowd as well. We had a pundit on, oh, we had Will Greenwood on yesterday. You see one of his best mates is a fan through and through and he's not going to go to a game and drop 150 quid on a performance to go and watch England not even play any rugby. I think they played 28 minutes in the last... Three or four tests, so not not ideal looking. But on our own back card, mate, um, what about our own back card, Steve? Like, how have you found the All Blacks season as a whole? Are you happy where they're um, trajecting at the moment? Where's room for improvement with the Ableys?
5: Yeah, I, I definitely think they're moving in the right direction. The, the problem with that Northern Hemisphere style that England and South Africa play, that it's so boring, that if you're winning... If you're winning, that gets swept under the carpet and everyone's happy. But if you're losing like England <laughs> and South Africa have over the last, it creates a huge amount of pressure on everyone because it's ugly. Mm. Um, I mean, and look at what England did to the All Blacks in that last 10 minutes. When when they decide yeah. to play rugby, it's it, they actually can play, you know, and why not? Wouldn't you just rather go out swinging than, than go out kicking penalties and kicking the ball away all day, you know? I just think I just think the rules of the game at the moment we need to we need to give a bit more advantage to the teams that are willing to to, to play entertaining rugby because you know that's what, ultimately we're entertainment and that's what people want. I think the same with the All Blacks. The All Blacks game has changed a little bit. We've started to um, shore up our ruck ball. Like being able mm-hmm. to continually win your own ruck ball is is a huge part of the game, and I think we really struggled with that against Ireland and Africa at the start of the year. And, um, you know, as the as the season's progress late into um, the Northern Hemisphere Tour, I think, you know, we're, we're more likely or not to win our own ruck ball, which gives us options to get out of the advantage line and, and, you know, getting stuck in the other team with ball in hand.
3: Just to tack back to your comments on England, and that's the, the kind of situation now with Eddie Jones, you know, for seven minutes when they start a plan, they can play and they can expose every team. But at the moment, I feel like they're afraid or they're just, they're not feeling it plan for Eddie so do you do you feel like if they did the conversations are out let's like when uh, short Barnes was like Wayne Smith get him over there I don't think that's a real ideal fit but someone like Scott Robinson could go and unshackle them they could they could potentially be a big powerhouse and, and go on next year to win it if they were unshackled I feel
5: yeah I don't I don't think it takes another coach to unshackle them that's for me that's just some senior players standing up and saying listen this is this is what we want to do this is how we want to do it like at the end of the day the coach is not out there he 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 gets you ready he gets you prepared for the match but uh you know if there's a few senior leaders in their team that decide that this is this is not how we want to roll um then then that's on them i think that's you know that's yeah. that's where a team evolves that's where a team gets better is when when the people out there doing the job stand up and decide what's best for them and you know normally a coach just just facilitates that but uh yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is with the English. They're they're almost just too scared, um, too scared to play rugby, which is which is which is you know a crime. And down here, that's it's it's normally the other way down here where we we try and play too much rugby to get ourselves <laughs> into trouble. But we've um, you know we've figured that out a little bit up in the Northern Hemisphere, which has been good.
4: Now, mate, obviously as you mentioned, the Northern Hemisphere trip is is over, and it's always tough to quite gauge where everything's at, but. If Ireland and France is, I guess Ireland, I'm still, I'm still not convinced by, it. but uh, Ireland and France are obviously out of, out ahead in most people's eyes right now. How, what sort of gap do you reckon there is? Or is there a gap back to the All Blacks, the way that they're heading?
5: I, I, I honestly think that the top four teams in the world, and I'm probably gonna, you could probably say the top, the top eight teams in the world, can on their day, can anyone can beat each other. Um, mm. The really disappointing thing, I believe, for this Rugby World Cup is the top, the top four teams in the t- in the in the world right now won't make um, quarterfinals. Um, meaning, meaning that um, oh, it won't make the semi-finals. Sorry, meaning that all you know, uh, Africa, New Zealand, Ireland, and the French will all meet each other in into um, quarterfinals, <laughs> um, which which stacks one side of the pool pretty heavily, you know, and that you know surprise surprise england happens to be on that side <laughs> of, of the pool it's just uh, it's just constantly everything gets fed down that side Of you know it's it's a bit of a shame that those top four teams in the world don't have a chance to um to go all the way because you know that's that, you know the last few years that's where that's where, where the strengths are the irish can do it i i think you know them with ball in hand um you know they're really good. the The thing that I caught me yeah. this year was the Ireland A team. Um, gee, If the Irish get a few um, a few injuries in the yeah. next couple of months, they, they really don't seem to have that depth mm. that maybe we do. Um, and uh, yeah, you know it, it just it just makes a harder campaign for those top four teams because they've got to do a quarter final, semi final, final. You know they're 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 basically those last three three matches are, are huge. Whereas the team on the other pool. Probably we could get through a quarter final a little bit easier and then you know, and then they only have to get up for those two two matches. So um yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a bias to want draw for the World Cup. But um yeah, those those, you know, top six, top eight teams on their day on their day, any one of them can beat anyone and uh it's just gonna be who can back it up the best for for three matches in a row at the end.
3: The style of play that they're playing, the All Blacks at the moment, Steve, are you, are you happy with some innovation, some adapting that we've been showing all of late, or have we kind of left our cards close to our chest trying not to show much, too much? Like, are, are you, Do you feel like what we have now can go forward and potentially win the World Cup next year? Uh,
5: yeah, we're going to need a few things to go in our favour, but I, I think yeah. what I've seen at the end of the year is, Certainly, a whole lot better what I've seen at the start of the year. So we are we are progressing. We are heading in the right direction. Um, I, I, I I get a bit concerned sometimes. I see we're trying to do this up and in defence. Um, I'm not sure we've nailed that as well as other teams have, and and maybe a good defense idea to maybe, yeah, maybe to stick stick to what we know and what we do down here. Um, it's one thing playing Super Rugby, you're playing a, a style all year in Super Rugby, and then getting the All Blacks and changing everything. So, you know, not many teams down here do the up and in, and I just think a few times we've been found out about that, particularly um, particularly our wingers, um, sort of, at, you know, that's the hardest job, whether to go up and in or, or up and out. So I, we've got some work to do there, um, you know, but we've come on leaps and bounds. I look at the line-out attack and also line-out defence is yeah. huge. The scrum's been good. Just the ability to hang on to ruck ball. I mean, that... We we look at scrums and we look at lineouts a lot, but at the end of the day, we probably have 150 rucks in a, in a match, <laughs> um, you know. And if you if you're unable to guarantee your own ball, then then things get a bit hard. And towards the end of the year, we had some we had some good phases when we decided to do it, but we we kicked a lot. We kicked a lot to space, and I, I don't really have an issue with that. Um, our kick chase game needs to improve. I, I just think we're probably yep. you know we're in the bottom the bottom 10 teams in the world have been able to um, chase a rugby ball. I think our our wingers are a bit lazy and we just, once it's in the air, it needs to be contestable and we don't seem to be able to do that. We're not willing to send someone up after the ball in the air, which is a big part of the game, particularly that Hemisphere style.
3: Totally Um, agree with that, Steve. Our our chase is is poor at the moment and um, that's all we're going to with our exit. So do you feel like, our? just quickly, we're going to let you go, our exit a real work on at the moment we've only really got Aaron Smith box kicking, and that's kind of been called on to by other teams so they're, they're nullifying that pretty easily
5: yeah well they're, they're putting in a couple extra back that's why the um the open yeah. field kick has been good a cross field kick we've we've had some big games there um but you know that does get a bit um you know a bit a bit nervous at times they don't always come off rather than just put in the air up when they chase so yeah i mean they yeah, we've we got a few months to, to, to get stuck in. And as you know, you, you don't want to get to the World Cup fizzy. You, you want to get there a little <laughs> bit underdone and, and you've got to build because if you get there fizzy, she's, she's a long eight weeks.
3: Yeah, for sure, mate. We appreciate your time, Steve Devine, talking rugby, talking Movember and uh, all the work that you've been doing for our First Responders Challenge, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up soon, mate. Thanks. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Together we can change the face of men's health We're in this together Let's do it for men in our lives Donate now How good Great to chat to Steve One very good uh, review, preview of the All Blacks And that has been the big question mark babe. I know we're going to shoot off But the exit is very worrying for myself He's dead right Like we, they are The other teams are escorting really well But we've only got that Aaron Smith box kick Kick it long and out or put it up and contest, and teams have kind of cotton on to that, and we're pretty much just gifting the ball back.
4: Well, I know we're gonna got to move on, but Jeepers, that the Aaron Smith scenario is—he's just putting up, and and it's obviously deliberate because he's a very good box kicker. But he's he's putting up about 15, 20 meters. These are all coming down around the forty. Now, if you don't get that, mm. and they get it coming on to it, geez, you're under the pump. Um, you're very, Under the pump. I'm very, I, I am. The exits, the exits do baffle me. I'll be honest, is. Mm. Um, and then yeah, obviously the only the only time they look nice is in well not safe, but it looks like good stuff when they're coming out is when they do do the cross kick, and that is yeah. you and I both know that is a gutsy thing to do, and it is fraught with danger, as Stevie alluded to.
2: It's interesting times, uh, both for the All Blacks but for world rugby as a whole. When you look at the jigsaw puzzle and the coaching merry-go-round that may, well, Steve seems to think that it won't happen, but there are panicking unions around the world, I guess on the flip side, who wouldn't be panicking? Because if everybody is, that leaves there a couple of genuine chances to win this World Cup. Steve sent a text, but before we get to that, Steve, I'm going to let Beaver cook on the subject after this. Off the back fence, or is it... Maybe we'll go down to the river with Beaver. Here yeah, with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. And Joe is okay. Anyone that was playing along in the first hour? We've identified Joe. Joe Bell is okay. So there's an update for everybody that was worried. Uh, back soon with Beavers off the whitebait stand.
0: Off the whitebait shack with Stephen Beaver Donald.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Special day brings special segments, Beaver. What an honour.
4: I've been here less than twenty-four hours, and you've already given me a segment. Well, I don't want to let you down here, people. I might upset a few of you. Probably not those living on the North Shore of Auckland, or the north of Hamilton, but uh, some of this country will be upset. What I'm about to say. What I'm about to say, people, is if you have got some loose change lying around, if you are a betting man, there's a team that completely flying under the radar at the moment. No, it's not Ireland, it's not France. We're talking Rugby World Cup next year. I'm obviously on the All Blacks. I'm convinced they'll be favourites by the time they land in Paris. But there's one team who has impressed me. They always do. They're made for World Cups. It's the Box. The Box in the weekend put on a performance which should be sending alarm bells around World Rugby. Their forward pack is undisputedly, for me, the kings of rugby. They have got depth, they have got strength, they have a ability to physically dominate other growing men with absolute ease. This was a Ford pack that had no steph to it. Uh, the world's best rugby player in a lot of people's eyes, and not not this year obviously. Adi Savi is not even the world's best rugby player in some people's eyes this year. But they have a phenomenal group of Fords. And I guess the issue with the uh, South Africans has always been the, well not the issue but the criticism has been their backs. Well, I'll tell you what, if you threw that back line down here in New Zealand, we would marvel at it. This young fellow, Williamson, who, William, yeah, Williamson's close, in, probably close enough, he's been around a while, been very highly rated for a long time, but he's finally been given the crack at 10 with Pollard's injury and Yanchi's issues. But he was phenomenal at Twickenham, and not, not only doing the usual stuff, but he also bought a flare they ran it from their own 22 we were just talking about exiting they did a dummy box kick and Williamson flicks it out to um, um, Larue, who flicks it on to Ahesi who don't get me started on this guy uh, Louis he's the next Cheslin Colby and they've already got Cheslin Colby I mean how many and <laughs> Colby's do you need in one team I love a Cheslin Colby just one of them would be nice but I just look at them at the moment I see how they're monster in England no mean feat. I see now that they've got resources in the back division. If they were to pick up injuries, it wouldn't be the end of the world. If Pollard doesn't make the World Cup, they can still win the World Cup from what I saw on the weekend. They are building a phenomenal group, and I say group. They have probably got 30 guys now that will not be an issue if they all have to play in a World Cup final.
2: Wowee.
3: Nice, nice. Yeah, I'll hear what you're saying. Before last weekend, you know, I was a little bit undecided, but mate, you, you did right, and Colby, step aside, Kirtland, Ariance, Arrente, mate, he is so good, on the wing, on the wing, he is so good. See how he stood up, Marcus Smith? <laughs> yeah. Poor fella, poor fella, that's twice, they've both done it, like similar players, and Colby in the World Cup. And then Kirtley, I did on, on, on the weekend's game. So, mate, honestly, yeah. Like, their backs, I know what you mean with that, um, B, because their forwards has always been, you know, muscle up, you know, get the snake on and kind of bowl through through the defensive line. But now, we always knew when they started playing, they are a threat. I remember when we played them, we always used to put three or four back because we knew they wouldn't run it because they'd box kick everything and they'd chase it because there's this South African mentality, kick, 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 and hope for the best. Then one year, they caught us out in Johannesburg. They actually spun it wide, and we were like, what the hell is this? (laughs) And Brian Urbano absolutely ran rings around us, and they smoked us over in South Africa. And I was thinking, wow, they've just done what I was hoping they didn't do. And they started playing rugby. And when they play rugby, wow, they are tough. They are tough. So I love that, Beav. You you feel like they're the team to watch at the Rugby World Cup next year.
4: Yeah, I mean, I just think before, there's a lot of hype around France, yep you give it to them, they are at home they've been consistently the best team for, for a good few years and there's a lot of hype around Ireland but Ireland, there's still this big doubt of whether they can do it at a World Cup. They,
3: at a World Cup, yeah. In were, France. And, and France. And France haven't done it. Too, yeah. Yeah.
4: Mm. And so, but then you know South Africa, they've got know-how and uh, Hate them or loathe them, as far as their game plan goes. They, since you were born in that country, you know exactly how a Springboks play, and you know that game plan. So they're not going to implode in a World Cup, Louis. Yeah, like they are gonna. <laughs> no, they I'm, are gonna stick to what they know.
2: As being a racing man, Bev, I love what you've done. You've checked a bunch of form boxes, and you've said tick 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 tick. Automatically, they have to be a contender. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Does that upset you? Is Bev wrong? Have you seen something? Hey, only last week Izzy was saying they're about to implode because of what's going on with their coaching structure and Russia Rasmus. So is there enough doubt in that aspect of what they're doing? And B, will get your thoughts on that after this as well. Double eight, double three. Is there enough doubt or are they actually maybe the favourites to win the Rugby World Cup next year? 28 minutes away from eight. Here's Aroho with the news for Kubota together with Shaping and Building New Zealand. <laughs> Six minutes away from eight o'clock this morning. You've just heard Beavers off the back white bait stand. What do you make of it? Do you think that South Africa maybe should be favourites to win the Rugby World Cup next year if it's not France, Ireland or the All Blacks? Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Would love to hear your take on the Kennard's higher phone line here very quickly, lads. Uh, At half past seven this morning, Gull is fueling your mission all year round. Pop pop into your local for some good value fuel. Visit gull.nz. Football World Cup right now. Daniel McCarty and Raph Di Gregorio are preparing to call Portugal-Uruguay. Cristiano Ronaldo, we've seen how much it means to him to be at this World Cup. I think we'll probably try and take a bit of that commentary after eight o'clock this morning, lads, because they're doing God's work for us, and it is a ripping game. That's the last game this morning. Brazil has beaten Switzerland... 1-0. They had a goal disallowed but kept scrapping. And Ghana got a massive 3-2 victory for the African nation over South Korea. And last night as well, Cameroon and Serbia played out a 3-0 draw. So we've had a goal fest. The World Cup has finally woken up when you consider that Croatia handed Canada four goals a couple of days back as well. And yesterday, Spain and Germany, a late equaliser, beef. How did that make you feel?
4: Well, I tell you what, once I checked my account and I was just putting on some money on the uh, horses this morning, I, just, I actually hadn't kept off the news. Uh, I got a lot of rubbish about backing draws from uh, Seth Israel Dag and uh, Paul Mahadi <laughs> yesterday. Um, but uh, hey. Did you hey, back it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, $3.30, so nice little uh, influx oh, into the uh, account there this morning, so just give me a bit of room, um, and I'm, I'm a big Ghana fan, I'm disappointed I missed <laughs> uh, that 3-2 victory, I got on them the uh, game before, uh, tipped that out to the run home listeners, on based on nothing apart from remembering watching them at a Olympics years ago, <laughs> when, <laughs> they, when they kept dancing every time they scored a, tr- a goal, and I sort of got on the bandwagon there, there's Olympics, but... Uh,
2: <laughs> hoping that some of those obviously under-23 under, yeah. under 23 players have come through yeah. into the senior side.
4: Who are now 40. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's uh, Ghana, what I'm a real soft spot for. But, uh, no, I'm enjoying this, uh, enjoying the football. And as I was told Izzy and Paulie yesterday, the draw, it's a very realistic option in the, in the game
3: of football, especially at this level. Ooh, I don't know, mate, because... I remember Adam Leventhal um, came (laughs) on yesterday out of of Qatar, and he was sitting on the fence too. He said it's going to be a draw, one or two. And I said, mate, get off the fence. And, well, you both did right. $3.30, that's good money.
4: Yeah, me and and Adam, is it Leventhal? How did we end up there? Or was it just Adam? Wow, mate. I just just
3: said Adam. (laughs) And then I said Adam because I was like, Leventhal. Um, He's a good man,
2: though. He's a great man. The Americans naturally hate the draw. They are not a fan of the draw because they don't have tyres and things no. in their sport. We as uh, test cricket, test cricket, test cricket lo- loving nation. <laughs> and also, although we did not take it kindly when Marcus Smith just kicked the ball out the other day, I personally didn't have too much of an issue with um, it. Anyway, on the rugby, there's hmm. a couple of text messages here for you, Beav. Now, this one from Steve came through before. This, I'm not kidding. It came through before you just went on your South African rant. After watching Autumn Series and getting a good look at the teams that played, it pains me to say this, but watching the way South Africa are building says is scary, especially with their depth off the bench. They look superimposing despite losing to Ireland and France. The box pack monstered both those teams in England on the weekend. They've got exciting outside backs which you just highlighted. They're a dangerous proposition at $6 at the New Zealand TAB. They're my favourite to retain the Rugby World Cup. And then Brad backs it up. Mm. Beavers bang on the money. Don't sleep on the box. They know how to get it done. Rassi Lowkey is a genius, is he? Creating outside noise. The team quietly going about their work. Ireland and France personally are no chance. Have peaked rather early. Did you Have you thought any more about the Rassi siege mentality stuff, Is Oh yeah, look at
3: wow well, he's just he's very clever at what he does and he's obviously doing something for a reason. Um mate, I love that thought process from um from that pundit there talking about him. He's doing it for a reason, he's playing the game and he's playing an extreme. Right. Look, you think back to their last campaign, the twin nineteen Wheel Cup, they were hidden probably in a similar trajectory as, as now. Under the radar, yep. just there or thereabouts, winning a couple, losing a couple. And then they go over to the World Cup and surprise many and win it. So it paints a similar picture to 2019. And and the Rassi, and, and like you spoke about it last week, the boys still believe in him. And I've never met Rassi, but just from the outside um, looking in, you think he's an absolute twat. But he's very smart. He's very clever at what he does. Yeah, he's obviously got a, a reason why he's doing it, Beef.
4: Yeah, I've, uh, you know, I've only met him a few times, but I've... Got a, I had a mate that was well and truly in the uh, Springbok team there last time round. They won the World Cup, and uh, I'd often quiz him about Russia. And like I know, it, I know when we were talking about intensive environment, I know at the World Cup it was getting to a point of this intensity was they couldn't wait for it to almost end because they were literally. Yeah. I was trying to catch up with my mate there in Tokyo, and he's like, oh, "I've got another Russian meeting tonight. We've literally got a meeting every single night after dinner." Um, keeping them on this uh, the theme sort, side of things <laughs> just got absolutely rammed down their throat. In contrast to that, though, and this is why I do enjoy uh, Russy's methods, is you know they played in New Zealand uh, World Cup year, and they had about a two or three-day layover after they played at Wellington, and my mate says, I'll come up to Auckland to said bar that we were talking about at 6.30. He said, come up there. Um, just me and a few of the boys are going out for a beer, so I come up there on a Sunday, I walk in there and the entire Springbok team plus the entire management are in uh, said Danny's. And uh, I said, "Geez, boys, you've got, you got a good turnout here. And he's like, oh yeah, Rusty said to the boys, look, we've got a big few months coming here. You might not get too many more chances like this. Uh, push it out push it out a long way he said so I mean is right he, place to go you can imagine a coach t- telling me and you that jeepers oh
3: <laughs> mate that's why Jimmy Cowan can't come on our show because apparently he'll tell he'll spill all the beans I said, coach gives you a lynch, you go oh mate you take everything and you you push it right to the limit and there's a curfew you might even push it past that curfew because that's just the way that, that
2: mentality is in rugby love it, uh, how's it that's a great yarn there Beef. Uh okay who's the team to beat your techs are coming in double like double three. Let's get some calls 0800 Oh eight We're 19 away from 8 Let's keep this rolling on Before the end of the hour We'll be back with more of you after this 14 minutes away from 8 Plenty coming up on Izzy and Kimpy for breakfast With Beaver today off the whitebait shack And he's got you fired up on eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Steve sent in a magnificent text And he's followed it up with a call On the Kennards iPhone line G'day Steve, how you doing man? Yeah, not too bad
1: Morning enough, fellas Um
2: Morning, Steve. Morning,
1: Steve. I um, chat to a very astute um, South African by the name of John O'Connor. Mark Watson's used him in the past. I think he may have done some pieces for Scrum.com um, quite a few years ago, and he's got a very, very sharp mind, and we, we keep in touch. And he's been telling me in recent times about the depth that South Africa has actually been building, and it's they're actually quite scary, fellows and even more so after watching this autumn series. Because I actually think, despite the losses against France and Ireland, I think they actually bashed their forward picks up, seriously. They probably had a couple of decisions that didn't go their way in, in both of those games. But I thought, to me, they were games that they lost rather than either Ireland or France actually won. But like you previously said, he, I've always thought with South African rugby, the day that they got incorporated... A lot of these wonderful black athletes mm. out in their back line and decided to use them well we're seeing it at the moment with and and you know even the likes of ken and moody who debuted against australia early in the year but their depth in their forward pack is alarming when you think that luke delaga wasn't playing on the weekend um the likes of argy snowman is not even playing this year and boy he's just a colossus in terms of size And they are truly scary, guys. And um, for that reason, and the fact that they are a tournament team, and Mm. like I said, they're paying six bucks at the New Zealand TAB. Man, I'm all over these guys. Like, don't get me wrong. Love to see the All Blacks go all the way. But, Stephen, you are dead right. They are the one team that are flying under the radar. And I don't really think they're too much worried about their results because they know how to lift.
3: Against the better teams when they, when required. Mm, I love that. I love that from Steve and and Beav, Just another wee question for yourself: Is this a little bit of ignorance from New Zealand because of the the, the departure from Super Rugby? We don't play them. We don't see them. So we're probably lost that kind of understanding of the threat that South Africa South Africa pose.
4: Yeah, possibly, but I mean you got to say, towards the end of their existence in Super Rugby, from probably when you started and certainly from when I started, it had been diluted anyway because they'd all buggered yeah. off overseas, but what you'll see too now, and again, this is probably where New Zealanders don't recognise, a lot of them are coming back and playing like Khaleesi and Espinel and, and these mm. guys, they're actually playing back in Durban now actually and, and things like that so mm. obviously the money's back and then they get control of them, the players again, like we have control of our boys. So a lot of them won't be touring on these trips.
2: That Continuity, they... far easier to yep. manage. And that cohesiveness that you always talk about is they are building. The fact they're a tournament teams a huge plus, and that's what Steve spoke about. Uh, Ed, you're there on with Beaver. You, you think the All Blacks, you're still giving them the nod when it comes to the Rugby World Cup? Yeah, man, you know, uh, um, on their day, All
1: Blacks to beat anybody, but... Um... South Africa, well, I thank them for winning the World Cup in 2019 because, you know, they took out England. They <laughs> hey, but their last results, you know, France, coast game, Ireland, close game, and um, they got a winger there who scored a try in the last six games or something.
4: Unbelievable yeah. winger. They, hey, 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 Bieber. Good morning, Beaver. Good morning. Mate, fancy talking to you at this hour of the day.
0: It's usually a lot well, later in the
1: piece. It's, no, it's, it's the day off because um, my cousin Brady's got to go to um, Iron Moldy. So he's working today, and then i got to take the rest of the shifts, the early shifts. But, yes. hey, I wanted to see. say to you, man, I was just watching 2001 Wesley College vs. Uh, Rotorua Boys High School. <laughs> who was the first fight?
2: <laughs> I did, you, did you say hey. 2001?
0: Yeah, bro. And then who um, was on the wing, man? Oh, Who was on the wing? The
4: brother city Vinnie. Yes.
1: Boy, could he move out, Man. And oh, Bimbo, you're not flat <laughs> Just over the top. <laughs> the <laughs> second five comes through, regathers it, gets <laughs> tackled. Pass on the inside, and who's there for runaway triumph on the first Beaver! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, good morning, Beaver. Good,
0: good morning.
3: morning.
2: Your fan club works at all
0: hours uh, of the
3: Beaver.
4: You're a good man, Ed. You're a very good Wesley man. Wesley
3: College, Beaver. Yes. How was How was that experience, mate? I've never spoken to you, but I know we're going to share up. That How was that experience? You played with one of the great rugby schools in New Zealand that has produced one of many of our biggest superstars. Oh, mate, it was... It was uh, And let's be honest, like tackling, you know, trying to tackle one of the brothers was hard work. (laughs) They did a whole team. Like, talk me about, talk me through that.
4: Uh, Look, I was very fortunate to to decide to end up going there. It's just down the road from home, but it's worlds apart, obviously. Um, At the time, it was very much um, the boys from the islands would come to New Zealand without families and just go straight into Wesley College and he had a bit of a South Auckland uh, involvement as well from the churches and, and I went there purely because I was getting, I just wanted to have a crack at this rugby carry on and went there and um, as I say, the best experience of my life, um, I was uh, a 65kg a dripping wet little white boy who had uh, the most amazing athletes all around him who were just sitting there at 10 and just giving it to big boys to cart up and then I had guys like Sittavini floating around me and uh Cedevini, we the, the part that Ed left off that story, unfortunately, is he was I was actually out sprinting. Uh, Liam Messam, well, he was he was gone from Rotorua, and then Waka Sadorua came over and uh, had had him on the outside too. As the I, I thought I'd add that to Ed's story. <laughs> um, just a couple of bits and pieces he left out. What?
2: Well, how, how tall would you have been in seventh form? Yeah, you would have been, been a scrawny
4: little <laughs> thing. You're, <laughs> a, you're <laughs> a
2: big man. What are you six four?
4: No, I'm only six t- six one sixteen now. No, I'd have probably been oh, right. I'd have probably been close to us now. Oh okay. Yeah, it'll be six one sixteen. Yeah, dropping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like, need to go I can't watch, watch this game. Yeah. You can imagine it. It was all. It was all bones. I we <laughs> we puffing the cheeks? Oh, I always puffed We're- the cheeks. Always puff the cheeks. Always puff the cheeks. What I d- what you what I did have back there was the Adrian Cashmore. Love Cashy. It was fortunate to play Cashy at the end of his career. Was the start of my goal kick, Izzy, I'd throw oh, my I'd throw yes. my arm up like uh, Cashy did. I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how it started, but ah. and then I couldn't get rid of it. And I couldn't get Out rid of th- it for a long time. Izzy's <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. doing a wonderful <laughs> reenactment. Um, but yeah, I just I just had the uh the cashy throw the arm up before I started my routine. Um so I had that going there for a while I finally got rid of that. Don't know how, I just one night woke up with it. It gone, but yeah, no, I love my Tom Wesley, mate. Loved it.
2: All right, well done, Beef. That's and good on you, Ed, for uh, pumping Beef's tyres up in the morning. He's he's probably it's the last hour you start to fatigue if you don't do the breakfast show. So give him a little bit of juice into the last hours. A couple of good texts here we will get to to close out the hour. Drop pageant up after eight o'clock as well. Oh, I've just had an absolute gift from the heavens. Uh, Brett has come through. He's tweeted us the highlights of this day in two thousand and one. And Beaver in his prime w- with, with a great Tri-score celebration as well Turns around and points <laughs>
0: Give us wow. the one down
2: the barrel I
0: did not oh.
3: Mate what a team <laughs> Cittabini, Tangin Tuckembaul. Yes. Who else was a part of that team? That is a. That, was that R- rookie Tuhuna? Rookie was playing for Rotorua. Rookie Rook Tapuna, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was probably
4: the most influential schoolboy rugby player there was. He for oh. he was he was about forty kgs, and he could just control everything for those boys. <laughs> he was oh. brilliant.
3: Mate, there were some superstars. What a match! I'm going to watch that. <laughs> I watched little glimpses. There. I just saw Sittavini <laughs> scoring tries. Man, he is good. Oh, yeah. Sits a video. Oh, Joe. Joe's <laughs> back. Oh, my God, i just got a countdown. 20 seconds. 10 seconds, Joe. Good to see you live, mate. We're very worried about you. You know, coming up, we're going to talk to Jock Padgett, NZ Question High Performance Manager coming up. Here's Arouha with the news for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand.
0: Shop the Chemist Warehouse
2: Cyber Monday sale today only for free shipping on orders over $1. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepaid plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz.
1: This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ.
3: Good morning, Izzy and Kempy with Beaver filling in for the next, well, next hour. And then he's off to Dubai to try and partake in some sevens rugby. How good. And I look forward to getting an update on that, Beaver. It's just after 8 o'clock. It is Tuesday, 29th of November. Appreciate all your messages coming through. A couple of texts there on the temper bedpost text machine. Coming up, we're going to talk equestrian. And we've got Jock Pageant coming up. He is the general manager of equestrian sport New Zealand. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. But it's only fitting that today, and I know, Beaver, you're quite heavily invested <laughs> into equestrian with your Fano. Well, today I'm taking Tilly to her horse lesson. She does, uh, she does horse riding lessons every Tuesday. She wakes up at 6 a.m., puts on all her outfit, absolutely loves her boots, helmet, everything, the full shebang. Look, I just want to quick understanding of what I'm getting myself into?
4: Look, Izzy, um I mean, it's it's a little bit, uh, obviously, Stephen, the fan of everything that the greater Christians of our country, I'm thinking Todd's and uh, the Blythe Tates of the Word have done, and, and obviously our next guest, Jock Pageant. But then there's also Stephen the father, and Stephen the father yeah. would give you advice saying, uh, take it to hockey training instead, um, because okay. that lifestyle you live... Um, The TAB account, uh, which your accountant has identified as a bit of a problem at the moment, uh, that's going to pale into insignificance by the time your daughter starts getting uh, a few more bits and pieces.
3: Okay So it doesn't help When she's going to bed The other night And she goes Dad I'm like Yes darling She goes Can you um, Just buy me A pink horse trailer I want a pink one And um, and then Just so I can Fit my three horses In there I'm like Tilly no, no You just go down The road And get some lessons Anyway Let's not Talk it down Because this is A moment to celebrate Fibre fresh Create natural products With unrivaled levels Of nutrients And energy And while it's been A massive year For many New Zealand Sports and organisations In 2022 With Key Kiwis achieving at the highest level all over the globe. Fibre Fresh will be specifically proud of the work of Equestrian Sports New Zealand. The momentum their athletes have created this year has been huge. And as this eventing season has just finished, in the Northern Hemisphere, having Tim and Janelle Price finishing as number one and two in the world is a huge acknowledgement of that Kiwi success. Josh Pageant is a, uh, Jock Pageant is a former Olympian himself and nowadays the high-performance general manager of ESNZ. Morning, John. How you doing? Jock, sorry. Uh, you're all right, mate. Morning. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Thank you. It's Jonathan, anyway. Jonathan Jock Pageant, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I
6: know it's confusing.
3: Isn't
6: it? The, the Jonathan's the yeah. name I was given
3: uh, on paper, but everyone calls me Jock. Ah, beautiful, mate. We were just talking before you, you arrived, and, and we are talking about just sequestering in the family, and, and Beavers mm-hmm. going through it at the moment. My daughter absolutely frosts on horses. She loves it, and I'm about to take her to her lesson. Look, what am I getting myself into, mate? <laughs> mate, pull out now. You're going down the wrong path. <laughs> still time if you move quick. Oh, mate. Nah, she absolutely loves that. And my wife did it for a very long time. So tell us, what, what is it about horse riding and, and our success in New Zealand, mate? It's flying at the moment.
6: Oh, look, I mean, as far as being a kid, getting into the sport goes, um, you know, it teaches kids respect for an animal, how to care for an animal, and uh, work ethic, Keeps them, keeps them out of mischief. I think it. I think it is a good thing. It's just going to. Uh, it's going to put a big dent in your bank balance. Uh, I would expect, <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, look, it's been it's been a, a brilliant year for um, Ventina. I think it's been a while coming. Um, gone through a little bit of a rebuilding phase, having uh, lost some some key riders over the years uh, and, and some horsepower as well. And I think everyone's just knuckled down and worked hard. And uh, you know, people are starting to see it now.
4: Jockey I've talked about working hard. Is there is there anything in particular that's been put in place that's led to this this great year that's uh, just come to an end?
6: Uh, I think there's you know there's so many things. Um, we're really fortunate. We are a uh, you know a targeted sport through high performance sport New Zealand, so we get a huge amount of support across the board uh, with those guys that has a massive impact. Um, so that you know that's a that that's one corner of it. Uh, then we then we have the owners that. Uh, Provide these horses for our riders to go out and get these results, and you know they're a core cool part of the team. Um, and then you have got the people sort of on the front line doing it day in and day out. And you know the job is it's a it's a big job and it's a tough job. You know you you're riding through the winter, you're galloping horses in the sleet, um, you know to get ready for the spring three days over there. The spring three day events like badminton in Kentucky as um, your preparation events for. Championships, um, you know, and the, the the staff that are on the ground, so that you know the grooms, the horse health team, uh, the the riders, and the, the people that are keeping the stable going. I mean, they're so so committed and uh, so skillful, uh, what they do. So, I mean, it's, it's it's those four corners, I think, all coming together, uh, you know, and, and putting the work in.
3: Mate, why are Kiwis so good in the equine world? Like, we, we've gone for a stage at the moment, we're producing champion racehorses that head over to Australia and, and fly the flag. Here in New Zealand, we've got champions being bred. Uh, we've got champion polo horses, polo riders. We've got a question that is flying. Like why is the horse industry and sport in New Zealand uh, in a situation now where we've got such a representation, representation on the world stage?
6: Yeah, look, I, don't, I honestly can't say for the for the racing industry, um, certainly in eventing, we have had a lot of success on ex-race horses, uh, tough horses, um, athletic, uh, they hold up well, um, good brains, um, and they can go into those uh, you know competitions in Europe where there's purpose-bred horses on the other side of the world and they can cope. We actually had one this year go from New Zealand to the World Championships, a horse called Artists, written by Monica Spencer. Um, that could, was able to show up and perform straight out of New Zealand. So, I mean, it is a thing. There's probably a lot to it. Um, and one thing that stands out for me working with writers and scene writers all over the world um, is New Zealanders, they, they, they have a lot of flair to what they do. Um, they rely a lot on instinct. Um, They're grit and tough, um, and their reactions and decision-making under pressures I think naturally quite good, and then you sort of you know you have to add the polish and the discipline around the specifics of the sport on top of that. But uh, when you put them together, it's a, a really good mix. And that flair thing is is hard to teach. Um, yeah. it's, it's way better if it comes for free.
4: Mate, obviously you've, yeah. you've, you've talked about a fair bit about uh, I guess the bro- the broader side of things as far as the Christian wheel goes. But what about if you just zero in on uh, Tim and Janelle? Can you sort of put in perspective what they've really achieved this year?
6: Oh, I mean, I've never seen it in the sport um, where husband and wife have been one and two. Um, yeah, They're, you know, they've, and they've worked so hard for it. You know, they've they've really done it the hard way. Like they went over to the UK. Uh, must be must be around 15 years ago now um, or more, and um, they really had to start from the bottom. Um, so a huge amount of hard work and sacrifice, um, and you know, they're, they're they're skillful and committed, and they've. You know, they've gone through the time of learning the trade and everything, but um, th- their ability to just keep showing up on different horses, new horses, uh, you know, experienced horses and, and be competitive or win these massive competitions that, you know, the the standard is, is so high uh, to win one of these things. You have to be great in all three phases of the competition and you, your horse has to be great too. And these guys are just repeating success over and over. So, um, and, you know, and World 1 and 2, that's a reflection of that because... It, it rewards consistency to get that ranking so um yeah look hats off to them I, I i genuinely don't know how they do it as a couple you know they've got two young kids uh they're running a business um and when you when you see them operating uh you know for the amount of things they're juggling they don't look particularly stressed they don't look like they have a lot going on they've just sort of mastered the art of um, dealing with all that chaos and and and, and pressure and, and they show up and, and get it done they're, they're pretty special people.
3: Yeah, just a quick question about the IP like these these riders that are around the world and they are representing our country and our flag how how do we ensure that we don't lose this IP to New Zealand Equestrian and how are you got steps and places have you got steps in place to to maybe ensure that they can come back and give back to New Zealand Equestrian
6: yeah, I mean we have a we have a program that spans across both hemispheres. So we have got the satellite program right. in the UK, which has the the the. So there's five phases to our pathway um, of of riders coming through. So the top three phases of it are in the UK, um, and we have all five in New Zealand, and that's a connected pathway um, across both sides, although we're divided by geography, we're still um, very connected uh, and the riders come together a lot each year um, and they plug back into the system. So we'll have uh, Tim Price will come to uh, one of our shows next year, the Land Rover Horse of the Year uh, in March and uh, he'll be he'll be part of working with the team, some of the riders and the coaches um, and we've sent a lot of our coaches this year have gone over to work with the riders at the World Championship to see what they do and how they do it, have conversations with them. So we're fortunate that um, through our... Uh, Association with High Performance Sport New Zealand we have access to scholarship, Prime Minister scholarships and things like that which creates opportunities for us to really connect uh, both hemispheres and what we do
3: Nice Nice and just going back to the horses you mentioned owners are a huge part of the process so do we have enough resource and access to world class horses?
6: Um, we are really fortunate we have a, probably a, a, a small group of very special owners that um, you know have Made a lot of sacrifice for us and put a lot into uh, being part of Team New Zealand um, on the world stage for equestrian. But uh, horsepower is one of our biggest challenges, having enough horses for our riders to be able to go to these championships year on year and um, and be successful. So it's it's one of those battles. I don't think you'll ever um, be in a scenario where you where you'll go yeah. oh, we've, we're sorted. We've got enough. Um, it's just it's constant. Um, but you know, fortunately. Our, our riders, you know, the Kiwis in England, they're, they're well-liked. Uh, a lot of people like to support them. We have a lot of uh, British owners um, as well as Kiwi owners, but um, it's amazing how many uh, British people have come behind our riders overseas and supported them.
3: Oh, beautiful, mate. Well, one thing I've learned is one horse is never enough; three to leave my daughter. once. so uh, good luck to me and my wallet. I'm hearing. Mate. Just, um, get out, mate. We get appreciate out. you coming. <laughs> yeah, get out, mate. I'm taking it for a horse ride after this. I'll just borrow someone else's horse. I think that's the way to go. <laughs> yeah. Forty buck a lesson, way cheaper. <laughs> anyway, mate, just uh, well, just on next year before we let you go, what does success success next year look like for New Zealand equestrian?
0: Uh. Oh.
6: As a team, we need to practice finishing under 90 because that's what it's going to take to win a gold medal at Paris. So next year is just about building the campaign into Paris, um, you know, building depth, making sure our horses are healthy, our riders are you know well tuned and ready to go, and practice riding as a team. So you know, when we show up, it's just another day.
3: Beautiful, Jock Paget, uh, General Manager of ESNZ High Performance. A Christian, New Zealand. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks so much for your time, and uh, all the best for the next couple of years. Like the team is flying. You're doing a you're doing a stellar job. Appreciate it, mate. Cool, mate.
6: Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, mate.
3: There he is, Fibre Fresh produce natural forage feed products that contain all the essential ingredients required for a happy, healthy and top-performing
2: animal that costs a hell of a lot. Well, well good. at least you'll have your feed, <laughs> feed sorted thanks to Fibre Fresh he You get a little sling well, from them, sure. Well, I was
0: actually
3: thinking that. I was like, well, there you go, like the feed sorted. It's just all the rest of it. How do you get it from there to here? Oh, well, the Weekend's beef. gone, Daggy. Stir it yeah, oh, I can't I gone. can't do it oh. You can't Mate you, you don't do it On the weekends Tell oh, me this I do, you do not do it I on do. The... No you don't It was only a
4: couple Of weekends ago But I was up in Whangarei, uh For the entire yeah. Three days Because you've always Got to get there The day before is he. is So you got to get there On a Friday okay. That's if it's a two day If it's a three day you got to get there On the Thursday um, And you are there And you're not allowed Because your horse Has got to stay on site So you can't leave um, So So Yes, is it? It's it's time consuming, but um, to see the smile on your little daughter's face, it's going to be yeah, worth it. Yeah, it's not uh, about me. It's no, it's, about it, me it can't be oh, about you. I'm,
3: I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. No, I'm not looking forward <laughs> to it, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the journey. <laughs>
4: well, well, I'll tell you what, I might be able to solve that horse a few issues though, because I think mean, we might have a couple of spare we can sell you. Nah, mate, no, no, no. Maybe a maybe a maybe a rent to own sort of. <laughs> um, stole the arrangement but least, I love at least, I love at that, that I, know, I, at
3: least. I love that comment from Jock I love the comment about like it builds good work ethic in, in kids and in, in riders because there's so much work that goes yep. into these animals yes. like you're out there you're brushing you're picking up the poo like you're just constantly putting covers on and off yes. you're changing <laughs> your paddock and feeds like there is so much that goes into it, and he's there, right. It creates good habits and, and builds them for the future. My, my wife, horsey through and through, and um, good very, she she's very good habits. Very good uh, habits. Yes, mate. probably a bit, bit, too, too much. You know, like yeah. real hard out and on yes. me every single day, yes. and trying to, yes. you know, like just I you know, riding me home. I'm like, mate, just <laughs> leave me alone.
2: <laughs> You're
3: Please. like
2: you're like hold on Daisy I'm not charisma here jump off well, I don't, I, I don't can, give me a spell actually speaking of things I was just thinking it's not for me it's for the other people in your life beef yes um, little birdie AKA you told me about an hour ago that you're actually off to Smith and Co today for some for a little a Chris, Christmas adventure for the kids yes or well, for the wife
4: who really knows well it's probably more for the wife to get that great family photo but uh, apparently Smith and Co here in Auckland do a wonderful little Christmas setup so we're off there before uh, they dropped me at the airport, um, so we'll go and have a pick with Santa, who my oldest, absolutely terrified of Santa, and my young fella, wow, I don't think he really knows what's going on there.
3: Hey, uh, have you ruined the dream with the kids yet? No, no, I have not. <laughs> I okay. have not. Dreams to love. My <laughs> brothers ruined my dream.
4: Yeah, I, just like- of- oh, I played along with it as long as I could, because I knew if you didn't believe, you didn't get so I was sad. <laughs> I was
0: silly. Smartly,
3: smartly. My brothers just said, "Did you see Santa?" I was like, "Nah." And they're like, "Oh, he came last night." He just said not to wake up. And I was like, "Oh, true." they like, "Yeah." So we, he just gave us a couple of holidays, and then we chilled out, had a chat, and then he took off to the next house. And I was like, "Oh, wouldn't you wake me up? Now I've got to wait another whole year." And
4: they, they worked there for a couple of years. That's brilliant from them.
2: That is brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, we've heard heard quite a bit about the bullying of of, uh, Izzy at the dag household growing up. Actually, sometimes from Pete as well, Um, (laughs) as he's been dismissed for a duck. 21 minutes past 8 o'clock. Very good, lads. Very good. Um, Equestrian Sports New Zealand. Absolutely fine. Great to have Jock on the show. Plenty of techs here stacking up back on the rugby. And Izzy, you're off the back fence. We've got to get to that before the end of the show as well. Portugal, Uruguay, zip. Nil all, 20 minutes through. And that game, you can hear it in the SENZ app. Daniel McCarty and Rafter Gregorio on the line right now. We'll shoot off back soon. Here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Radio, we're 26 minutes past 8 o'clock. Uh, Portugal, Uruguay locked at Nil all. Still 26 minutes through. Let's go to Pauline Wadi then We've got Tim on the line from Christchurch. He wants a word as well. But Paulie tab.co.nz Beavers getting rich off the FIFA World Cup, mate. Straws.
4: Straws. He's just back in the drawers, isn't yeah. he? It's so all you need to do, boy. It's a legitimate option.
7: <laughs> well, you got one overnight, didn't you? With, yes. Uh, was it three all? Uh, um, so, yep, yep, money money for the beef. Uh, and and there's, there's plenty we're getting stuck in too, and the boys have got plenty of boosted odds markets uh, out as well. Um, of course, there are some um, um, big games coming up tomorrow morning. Um, Ecuador, Senegal um, Ecuador only need a draw uh, To go through And then Netherlands up against Qatar Well, Qatar haven't been um, much uh, really So the Netherlands look like They'll probably top Group A um, And But it's all on In that other match between Ecuador and Senegal uh, Both games at 4 o'clock tomorrow morning um, The boys What are the boosted odds I've got out In the Netherlands-Qatar match I've got Netherlands to lead at halftime And to win to nil Uh, That's been boosted from 2.30 up to 2.75. And I'm just having a look down the page because England also play tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock against the Welsh. England currently top of Group B on four points. Um, I guess, yeah, just a draw. will get them through. Um, but they will probably be a wee bit too strong for Wales as long as they don't play that conservative uh, game that they've been playing at the moment. And the Iranians up against the US, wow, we <laughs> that'll be a war. Um, <laughs> Iran just probably just need a draw to get through. So, uh, yeah, there's plenty going on in the Football World Cup. Uh, got bonus back on uh, all of those games, same game claims on all of those games. And of course, we have got the football mega multibuster as well. So, plenty going on in terms of the Football World Cup.
2: All right, Paulie. Appreciate that. 28 minutes past eight. Very, very detailed today. You're on fire. It must be start of the working week. You're still dialed in. Great to have you on. <laughs> R18, gamble responsibly. Tim, you're in Christchurch. You have a fill up in the weekend.
3: Oh, mate. your boys are on fire in the weekend, Louis.
2: This isn't a staged call, cool, Izzy. I know what you're thinking. I got on another ballot at Tarapa, and then um, not guilty later, and then uh, I had Lanacord in, in a place, so that was going good. And then um, I heard you guys tip out Milford at Caulfield. Yeah. So I chucked a lazy 20 on that, which is a $300 return. So, yep, good fill-up. Oh, good man. Wow. Did you get in the quarter crush Vienna
3: Princess? Vienna Princess? So it,
2: I was going to ask you about the quaddy crash. So, like, if you were in, your money would have gone out by now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. If, if you got in late, it still might still be there. So, if you, yeah, there's just been some um, delays taking that out. So, if you got in late last week or last, yeah, last yeah I definitely get on in on the Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, you're, hoping, you're, you, I'm you'll just be hoping you take my money because it was a good start. Just don't spend it, Tim. Just keep it there, and it was a good start. So you're in. Yeah, we turned a um boys, we snagged the quaddy. We put fifteen hundred on. We got nearly nine K back at the Tarapa. so we had sixty five percent of the thirteen and a half grand quaddy at Tarapa. So it was a good start. It was feeling good. Mm. And then is he one
3: to his a money very, back? Very I do. <laughs> so where when do I get my money? April. Mate, I'm not trusting you, mugs will, your run will come to an end. Get my money now. I want out now. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> hey. I can't trust you till April. Come on. <laughs> the, the, the longer we go, the less chance of a collect. I agree. But, but, but I'll get riveted because I'm riveted, Dag, and I'm over it. So I want
2: my money now, <laughs> mate. You got plenty. <laughs> you, just, you just tell your accountant to say next time you go see your accountant, just say, "Don't worry, I've got a collect coming." The Quaddy crash is paying. Mate, them that quad
3: is good. Why can't I talk quad? Look. You made it look easy. Yeah, what? Do you have the you had the field in the last? You had the field in the last, and then the field in the last
2: two was it? No, no, just had, the last. We had the field in the last, but the logic. You're right. We make it look easy, but it, you only can say that once you've actually had the collect because the field in the last, the last race at Tarapa. <laughs> I was looking at it. I was like, I got no. You could tell me any horse in this race wins this, and I wouldn't be able to tell you were wrong. So we were like, let's take the field and just root for the outsiders. Thirty-one dollars. Well, I never. Oh. Marshy gets one up in the last at 31 bucks, knocks most of the people out, and we all of a sudden get 65% of 13 and a half grand. <laughs> I'm
4: Beautiful. Still having, I'm still having nightmares about Tarapa because uh, I, got, I got a tip from a friend of the show, BP, and uh, I think mean, Comtina Bay is still running for me in race, uh, race six. Yeah, what happened
2: there? Uh, you know what? I think we'll keep her. We'll keep her because oh, she you was. Oh, you on it. She, we... was, she was. I I t- had her a place. Yeah. Just did a multi, and um, she's too good that. That was. First up after a while, she's come back to Australia. She kind of, the apprentice was riding her. She got back last on the fence. Yeah. It was just an awkward run, but you wanted her to find the line a bit better than she did. Mm. Robbie Patterson's an unbelievable trainer. And um, as Tim just said, another bella. Well, Robbie tipped us out on the mail run at $8.270, and and that got the day off to a flyer as well. So his horses are running through walls at the moment. You want to be on them. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Okay. 28 away from nine. So many texts we've got to get to here. We might talk a little bit more racing as well after the news. Have for Kubota, together we're shaping and building New Zealand, Portugal, Uruguay. Still nil all. So there you go, Izzy. If, if you want to bet, why don't you just go punt the draw in this game right now? Because that's what Beeb's doing, surely. Nah, listen <laughs> to my And it's still paying good too, the draw. <laughs> all right. We'll see how it no, goes. not doing it. <laughs> 26 minutes away from 9am this morning. Uh, Izzy's bomb squad before the end of the show. He's been cooking us up something delicious there for Bricky. And uh, we'll get to some of your text messages as well. But just quickly, boys, Love loveracing.nz, the home for everything thoroughbred racing. Uh, we've actually got Group 1 Racing this weekend. The Wait for Age Mile Race down there at Trentham. Ridge's captain Cook steaks. It's always a ripper. And uh, Group 1 Racing returns to our shores. Of course... Then you've got the Wakefield Challenge Stakes, the group two for the two year olds, $140,000 now. That is a nice payday for a two year old, and you always see a good one, often from the CD pop up in that race. So we'll be watching those. And there's a text here Hey lads, speaking of horses, ALB is organising a get together of December 23rd at Addington. You boys want to come along from Paddy's? So I don't know. What Patty does. Have you had the invite already, lads, or has Paddy got the gravy? What? I haven't
3: had
4: that in babe, <laughs> No, no. Wouldn't have a clue. Wouldn't have a clue. I'm always last to on things like this, though, man. Um, just an update on the uh, mystery that is Jimmy Cowan coming on the show. Um... You two wouldn't go anywhere near you two live on air. couple of hard shots wouldn't trust you as far as I could throw you. So there you go. He's not coming on. Is that is that Jimmy? That's Jimmy Cowan. Yeah.
3: Oh my Jimmy! What do you mean,
4: Jimbo? And and yes, don't be that. He's in, he's also informed me here as he but he's been tipped off by our listeners. He said uh, he had a few texts yesterday saying. Uh, they're coming for you. And so he, <laughs> <laughs> it has sent him further, further down into said. the bush. <laughs>
3: yeah. Where's he based? He just messaged me back behave, boy. <laughs> behave. <laughs>
2: Jimmy, the people want you. Come on. What, what sort of, what corner of. In in London, is he is he he's down in, in Chicago
4: he's actually currently in Dunedin uh seeing an air specialist So i wonder if he went too deep on his uh power dive uh recently <laughs> uh, so who knows but uh no he's um he's a full-time man of the sea these
2: days Louis. he's got a business out there
4: no no he's an oysterer he works on the oyster f- boats for half a year and then he um dives for par the, the rest.
2: rest he's not a bad not a bad way to live your life is it
4: He's he's living He's diving in the South Island though (laughs) He's fresh
2: Yeah Have you you done any Um. you guys been to Stewart Island? Yes Yep Amazing place Brilliant
3: Oh mate Jimmy is He's a I've got a lot of time for Jim Boy. Got so much time for him. I'll tell you, i tell you a hell of a story here. He hasn't got it's any a time good for story. us.
4: <laughs> it's a good story.
3: It's a good story about Jimmy. Anyway, I'm playing for the landers. He's our captain, our inspirational captain, the halfback for the All Blacks. And I'm a young kid just making my mark in New Zealand rugby. Anyway, we're getting pumped every week, and we're pretty hopeless. Anyway, captain comes up to me and he goes, is he? <laughs> Just play for yourself, brother. <laughs> <See> you <later.
0: laughs> is This is from my captain.
3: <laughs> just just play for yourself,
0: I was like
3: Okay, so sweet as <laughs> greedy dag every week. Dummy can't nothing. I'm running everything. Oh Jim Boy, he's a special man. Oh, i got something for him. Hopefully he can come on.
4: <laughs> just getting a few texts in care. from uh, Hollanders wingers of a certain season, uh, still waiting for that ball.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, he said Jimmy, we uh oh, he's such a funny man. Promise I'll be on there soon. Go the S C N Z Come on, Jimmy. Don't be like
2: that. Brad's brilliant boys. And uh you know, he saw the promise with a young Izzy Dag and saw did he did it take you a while to get out of that hunger phase of your career after that though, was he? Was it any bad habits that stuck?
4: He signed up at Crusaders oh. a week later, so yeah, not long.
3: Yeah, look, at I seen the light at the end of the day. And, and winning, I remember we beat the Waratahs in the Cargo and went duck shooting the next day. I felt like I won the World Cup times 20. Like it was that
2: special. That special. Winning a game was, was everything. Oh my so, God. Uh, there would be no more yeah. bigger mad Monday than winning a game with the Landers that season and having duck shooting. The and then day. going duck shooting with John Hardy in the nowhere an and
3: Robbie Robinson and. Yeah, you can imagine. Just us three and us little little maimai. No guns. (laughs) No guns. No, not (laughs) one gun. Not one duck. duck, (laughs) And not one duck shot. A lot of turnips (laughs) are shot, but
2: no ducks. (laughs) Oh, very good. Um, (laughs) Beaver, wasn't former Broncos wing Tame Tupo on the other wing? Yes, he was. Yes, and he was the biggest star in the city.
4: Uh, Of course, uh, famously, he went to the Broncos and... um, we all thought that uh, Wayne Bennett couldn't pronounce the word Tame, but uh, it ended up he went to training one day and he caught him Gary and uh, Gary stuck and uh, for, he actually was known in rugby league, even
2: on the team list, is as it, uh, Gary Tupole. That is a good yarn. Um, he was about
4: six foot six, 120 clicks. He was the next Jonah.
2: Well, as a sixteen, seventeen year old, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty intimidating. Brett, you're right. That team was stacked. Wesley College. Favorites for me are South Africa with the World Cup. As mentioned, they're at the depth. We had six, eight years ago. Watch out for the Africans. $6 is the bet at the TAB, Adam. Yep. Um, and we've got people still wondering where Jimmy Cowan is. And one last one from Craig. Ireland, the team to beat. This is on the Rugby World Cup. If they can hold their nerve and not let the World Cup drought consume them, I would like to think if they fall over, we can get it. Everyone else has peaked too early, and we still have the players to pull off and win against Anyone, even though we haven't had the consistency we usually have with the run in, although I do agree with Beaver, the box will always be up there. Even in 2015, they lost to Japan. The semi-final was hands down our toughest match of the tournament. It's not a bad point there, Craig. After this, Izzy's Bomb Squad. He's gonna take a big box kick from Jimmy Cowan. We'll see what he's got for us. <laughs> get it away to Dan, to
0: get- Izzy's bomb squad.
3: New Zealand sport is thriving at the moment and yesterday I was asked the question, do you think kids still want to be all blacks? Here's me sitting there thinking, what a stupid question that is. Of course kids want to be all blacks. That's just the way of a young Kiwi kid growing up in Aotearoa. But I put my ego aside and thought about it more, and the reality is that kids these days are less likely to dream of becoming All Blacks. This isn't a dig. This is not a dig at the All Blacks. Don't get me wrong. There will be still plenty, but this is the case of New Zealand athletes excelling on the global stage and inspiring young kids from all parts of New Zealand to dream big, and anything can be achieved. Lydia Ko, Steve Alka, Ryan Fox has showed that a country of 5 million can dominate golf on a global stage. Stephen Adams, in his long and lucrative career in the NBA, has painted a genuine opportunity in the in the NBA. Scott Squared in the IndyCars. You like that one? Scott McLaughlin and Scotty Dixon in the IndyCars with Liam Lawson knocking on the door of F1 and a young kid, Louis Sharp. That is winning everything in Formula 4 over in Dubai and on the circuit. I played golf with his dad the other day. He has given up everything and is travelling around New Zealand, uh, around the world to support his young son, Louis Sharp. Keep an eye out for this kid. Burling, Chook and Sailing. The list goes on and there will be many that I've missed. So feel free to message double eight double three. But this just goes to show that we are not a country that just excels. Throwing the overboard round. We are in everything we put our minds to. That is just the Kiwi Way. Kiwi Sport is well and truly alive. How good.
0: Get it away to Dan, to catch. Izzy's Bomb Squad
4: Geez, you're dead right, Izzy, in when you start to round them off and probably miss plenty, but uh it's quite phenomenal and it is a fascinating thing and I guess me and you probably always dreamed of only one thing, and uh, obviously we both dreamed of black cabs. One was more realistic, um, but um, it, it, it will be interesting to see as time goes on uh, where, where the All Blacks, I guess, just sit in our in our what's our national psyche, I guess, as far as yeah. Look, we always say every thing kid yesterday. dreams of it, you know.
3: Yeah, I just think at the moment like gone the days where the All Blacks were on our TVs everywhere and whatever they did on the world you know, they're winning World Cups and, and so on, so on. Like now, kids and it's probably a case, I don't know, B, if you thought about the situation with concussions and the mm. way that rugby's heading towards now with other opportunities for kids to play sport, the parents probably leaning towards other opportunities. Like it's yeah, it's not a blight at, at the All Blacks no. and the aura and what they're about. It's just the opportunities out there that Kids have access to now.
4: Yeah, I mean, I mean, when as hey, if you have back to when we were growing up, uh, mm. things like another sport that's very common and popular in New Zealand, cricket. I mean, the IPL and what that's done for for that side of things, and the status of the the Black Caps these days. You know, who wouldn't dream of wanting to be one of them? Where I guess there's so many stories of rugby players who could have been possibly both. When oh, well, I'm going to be an all-black. So that's the route I'm going. we in years to come, but the appeal of being a black cat might be just as strong. So therefore, you might get a few more that go that way.
3: MMA, you know, you got city kickboxing, what they're doing. Um, you know, you got a question, and just hearing from Jock Pageant about it, like he spoke about Kiwis being so successful, the flair yes. and, and the instinctive nature of our, of our thinking with the way it goes, Hitting when you're playing sport, like it's it's totally different. I'm not rubbing, well, I am. I'm pumping up Kiwis. We're Mm. we're just that bloody good. But you know, like there's there's so many Kiwis around the world that have just done some great things, and it's awesome to see.
2: I think Love you, it. you made an interesting point, Beaver, is the psyche of the country will be shifting, but I don't think rugby will be able to fight this he unless the game itself changes, because I actually think from the contact point of view and just the way that things, the writing's on the wall for the sport and participation numbers and everything... So I don't. I think the question is actually intrinsically tied to what the sport looks like itself, mm. because I don't think that psyche anymore of just wanting to be an All Black is going to be enough for parents to just be putting kids out there. Back when, yeah. even when I grew up, like a bit younger than you guys, but it was still you just played footy, yep. and you just didn't really think twice about it. That's not the way anymore, and you guys are dads, you know that. No, absolutely, and I just had another one. Snow
4: sports. Yes, yeah, snow hey. sports. Mm. <laughs> The uh, I'd say that seems pretty cool. Every time the Winter Olympics comes around, uh, you wouldn't mind wouldn't mind being the next Zoe, or you know those sorts.
2: Do you reckon it's yeah. cheaper than equestrian? Yes, <laughs> yeah, I can
4: assure <laughs> you. I could I could fly I could fly the kids all around the world, and it'll be cheaper than uh, equestrian.
2: <laughs> How much what? is the most?
3: You expensive? got a float there, beef? You got a float uh, and all that? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Or you got a horse track. Yeah. Truck, yeah, yep.
3: wow, <laughs> those things aren't cheap. Wow, Beaver, I can understand your pain, man. Oh, hey, boy. Daggy, is mate, I'm too- taking <laughs> tents,
2: I'm taking tents
3: next to the bloody float, and we're yeah. gonna pitch up a tent, kids, and get I'll in been,
4: there. I've been campaigning for tents and floats for some time.
2: <laughs> Do you reckon this is why <laughs> Beaver's off to Dubai, is he? To keep the dream alive, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that, yeah.
4: A lot of, looking for one last contract. <laughs>
2: A lot of sheiks over there. A lot
3: of sheiks over Sponsor there that your love to. <laughs> yeah, Albasti yeah, oh.
2: EquiWorld or something. I mean, there are. There's sponsorships everywhere, mate. Um, and Izzy, let's tell your point. 100% on the money. My 13 year old has no interest in rugby. Or my son and his mates spend every walking minute on their scooters at the skate park, Zane, from another perspective. So there you go, mate.
3: Skating, motocross, you know. We had um, Levi Sherwood on last week with Staffy. Like, this. Hey, Brooke McDonald for downhill mountain biking. You got Paul Cole, like, Joanna, Joanna King. Like, it's just a, the list goes on. And rugby, yeah, with the concussion situation, CTE. Mm. It just doesn't make for good looking with, um, with with parents in there protecting their kids. Yeah.
2: The, the market's never been more competitive. Well said, mate. There's Izzy's mm. bombs, got If you just missed that, caught the back end of it. Go to Izzy and Kempy for breakfast, our podcast channels today. we have been joined with Beev for the last morning. Thank you for your service, you yesterday and today. Oh, Beev!
3: I've loved it.
2: Good to see you. Have you enjoyed the
3: mornings, Beef? Right. Have. Just quickly. Yeah. What do you like about it? After nine o'clock, you have got the rest of the day to yeah, get about your mate.
4: Unfortunately, because I'm flying out today, I didn't really get to appreciate yesterday because yesterday I was running around like a mm. like a headless chock. But I do see the appeal there, is it that uh, you can get on with your day and whatever whatever way uh,
3: you want it to All go. Right, mate. That's it. Kempy's back in the way. You, don't get
2: yeah, sharks are circling, <laughs> wearing a grin's cap. Yeah, uh, I, lasted, no, I two I've minutes. really enjoyed it.
3: I've really enjoyed you coming on, B. Appreciate it, brother. All right, champion. We'll, we'll wrap it all up. with
2: Rick. Dog. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Safe travels. Thank you very much, guys. Good luck. Mm. Yeah. Will you, will you be contactable.
4: Uh, yeah, we contactable. I'm not chasing contact. No, in you're Dubai.
3: not. <laughs> I just. We know about your your last trip to Madrid. You're not contactable.
0: <laughs>
2: Ooh, we might have to leave that there
0: Rick dogs around. kids want to know us. if you're okay dad <laughs>
2: <laughs> right we're nearly at nine o'clock Rick Dog you're in for smoothie great to see you and thanks for waking up Joe this morning hey um, just all, it's all part of the job the service I offer <laughs> <laughs> all,
0: all, all, all inclusive
2: what else is all inclusive on uh, mornings today i <laughs> uh, got Martin Gillingham who's the, uh, the the rugby caller for for Sky in the UK uh, so he obviously called the Springboks England
6: game so he's coming on just after nine we're going to talk to him about uh, Eddie Jones how long he's got left in the job <laughs> um, and uh, whether you're your good mate Gats might end up back at, uh, in charge of Wales, Wales Steve
4: yeah I mean there's smoke Oof. isn't there there is smoke so we'll get amongst Oof. that and we're going to talk World Cup with Brian Skeureta to an American uh, football writer because they play Iran
7: tomorrow morning and uh, that's getting tasty shall we say
3: Beautiful, Rick. Dog, have a good show, mate. Uh, and Beaver, safe travels. Just, just one word of advice, mate. Just, as soon as you land, just <laughs> flick the message home and touch base. Okay, we're thinking of you. Take care. Back tomorrow.